Justin here. And Shad. And you're now listening to the IFNZ Podcast. If you like what you hear, don't forget to visit our website at ifnzpodcast.com for upcoming episodes, new release news, and our social media feeds. Also, for information on upcoming live shows, current news, and general interaction with us, you can reach us on Twitter at IFNZ Podcast, my personal one at RandomHeroXIX, and me at Shad Schubert. Also, check out ShadSchubert.com for weekly blog posts, music, and upcoming show dates for the Can't Get Rights. Thanks for listening, and as always, enjoy the show. When it's a nice day, maybe it's summer, maybe a holiday, maybe Fourth of July, maybe those strings moving just came out and your love will let them fiddler. If you feel it, you'll see, let's take a moment and listen to the IFC podcast. Welcome to episode 63 of the IFNZ oh, podcast. We are starting right now. We have two <laughs> microphones, so it might sound a little different. Hey, Chad, have you ever uh, gone on an app, like say, like maybe like Facebook or Instagram, and you I thought, have. and you thought, like, man, I really like men now. Um, that hasn't no, no. That was before then. You thought you might be into men. I mean, there's a lot of things that have made me think that, <laughs> <laughs> but never Facebook. Chloe Murphy. I don't know who that is. Timothy Oliphant. Oh, there you go. Now okay. you're speaking my language. So uh, we got a man who's suing Apple, claiming iPhone turned him gay. Oh, no. Um, so a Russian man has launched a well, lawsuit against Apple, claiming that an iPhone app has turned him gay. That might be his problem. That he's using an Apple product? No, he's Russian. Oh, he's Russian. Um, no, I don't know. He's Russian, for a, he's Russian for a good dick. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says that it comes after an incident involving <laughs> GayCoin cryptocurrency. Ooh, is GayCoin an app? Apparently it is. Okay. I had no idea. So it's a Bitcoin currency named GayCoin <laughs> saying uh, he's suffered moral harm. He's asking for one million rubles, oh. according to a uh, copy of the complaint seen by the new agency AFP. Um, you told me something about this article that he's he's filing these grievances because he now has a boyfriend? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He, so uh, he's not only turned him gay, but now he is gay with a boyfriend. He's he's in on he's committed. They're PP sword fighting left and right. <laughs> he's uh he's he's committed committed to a relationship and he doesn't know how to tell his parents. And I think that that's where this is really stemming from. Is he's like, well, shit, I gotta blame it on something because it can't just me that I like men. <laughs> no, God forbid that you actually like like men. Yeah, I mean, what the, what travesty? Call Travis. This is a travesty. <laughs> oh my god, that that really was funny to me, but it made no sense. <laughs> um, it's a thing I say on the regular. You've got food that you want to talk about. You know, I always. I have want food. you to talk to me about this food. This is uh, quickly becoming a ridiculous thing that we we're gonna just... have to start a separate another 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 show another, about another? food another another yeah um so we got we got all kinds of food going on uh we're gonna start light because uh, i like to just start with a little warm-up mcdonald's a little uh mcdonald's what's uh, going yeah, on with mcdonald's they're in my food news what tell me about mcdonald's the the plt no what's this this is their competitor to the uh the impossible burger is From the, Burger King is the PLT, Plant Lettuce Tomato. Oh, that's cute. Yep. Uh, it's test marketing right now in... I'm not even looking at my news notes. You uh, are in it. Uh, it's test marketing right now in Canada. Okay. Um, it's open at a very limited number of locations, um, but judging by early feedback, it's pretty popular. Huh. Um, they're going to expand it to nationwide um, pretty soon. Okay. Um, in Canada, rather. Not our nationwide, their nationwide. 
Um, Nationwide. I was getting ready, getting ready to say that. <laughs> um, and then uh, if it goes well there, then they'll uh, throw her on downtown to the old U.S. of A. They're gonna bring it on down to Omletville. They're gonna bring it on down to Omletville and uh, a let lot us of have a little. In one little story. It is. Let us have a taste of it. Um, if you guys look at the picture, it looks like somebody took a burger and painted it with juice. But I'm, I mean, in the grossest way possible. It looks really weird. It almost <laughs> looks like somebody tried to make chopped sirloin. You know, what I mean? like with gravy all over it, yeah. like brown gravy all over it. I'm and they was just that. like, well, let's just put some lettuce and tomato on and call it a burger. That's um, wild. I'll try and pull up, pull up a picture while you're uh, you giving pull, me foodie news. But I, I thought maybe that was going to be in yours. <laughs> no, believe it or not. <laughs> I'm glad you. I, I threw you for a loop for once. You did. You fruity looped me. Uh, speaking of cereal. Um, there, we're gonna like I said, we're gonna start a little light. Uh, Cheerios is now releasing a toasted coconut cereal Ooh. for anybody who's into a little toasted coconut. I do like it toasted starts coconut. in November, is when you're gonna get the debut of this nice there. new Cheerio. See how it's like, it looks like it's painted. Oh, yeah, it looks like I see it's it, not, doesn't look greasy, it looks like it's got gravy on it, <laughs> but not on the bun. No, no, no! It's it's nowhere near the bun. It's just the patty. <laughs> it's just wet. I don't know if it's because they it's like it because it's made of plant. Yeah, and this is the promotional picture, so they probably was like, "Let's play. We'll spray some hot glue on it to make it look like it glistens, and we don't have to do anything else with it." Yes, that's yeah. a thing they do. Did um, you know that they put like hot glue on like, um, like really like the clear translucent hot mm-hmm. glue on like sandwiches like and when instead of like spraying the tomato they just do little dabbles of it so whenever they take the promotional pictures it doesn't like they don't have to keep respraying oh uh, it's just in there it's it just, just stays solid. on there and it just makes the sandwich look extra pretty huh that's a thing well uh let's talk about arby's arby's is going to have uh we're in meat-tober oh currently. i saw a commercial uh a little earlier today for some of these sandwiches yes. they got coming out. So they're beer-inspired sandwiches. Uh, we're getting uh, some new things called the Beer Cheese Triple Stack. I love me some beer cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's nothing wrong with that. There is the Beer Cheese and Double Beef, which uh, I think it's all right there in the name. It's got beer cheese. It's got too much beef. Double beef. Double beef. And then the Beer Braised Beef Sandwich. Uh, Say that five times fast. Beer braised beef sandwich. Beer braised beef sandwich. Beer braised beef sandwich. I win. Ah, um, they're all offered on a pretzel roll, which is uh, just perfect for like a an, an Oktoberfest type thing. Yeah, it makes October. sense for that. You think yeah. this will be something that they'll continue on past the meetup? Like if it's like, oh, it's a popular item. Well, here it is. They they may keep one or two of these. I mean, the pretzel roll is something that you see in a lot of restaurants now. Like it's mm-hmm. become quite a quite, a, quite a, a popular uh, bread. Burger King now. They got a pretzel roll? They have a Burger King, or a, a fucking Burger King, Whopper King that's with pretzel roll oh, or something nice. on it. And it's got, I think, a like a cheese, not a regular cheese. I don't know. I don't think it's a beer cheese. I don't know. That'd be cool. It's a, it's a, it's a unique type of cheese that's on it. Hold I'd on. have to look that up, too. Um, But so all of these, uh, these anchoring the offerings is the massive triple stack. Let me tell you a little bit about, that, about this triple stack. Oh, damn. It's got shredded beer-braised beef, mm-hmm. thinly sliced roast beef. Stop it. You're and making me hard. beef. It's got so much beef. Uh, and then it's on a toasted pretzel roll, uh, drizzled with beer cheese, beer pub mustard, and crispy fried onions. Mm. Um, and it looks like, from the picture, they all are kind of getting that same treat. They all got the beer cheese, the crispy fried onions, and the uh, the mustard on them. It on the pretzel, so they're just swapping out meats. As of right now, we're only this is strictly through till the end of October. Uh, it looks like it's a limited time thing. Yep, yep. yep. And so like you said, unless they become a fan favorite, the single pretzel bacon king. I was I was trying to figure out where King came in there because I knew it <laughs> you was knew there. It was there. 
uh, pretzel bacon king featuring uh, the standard beef patty, quarter pound patty, uh, smoky bacon, melted American cheese, a tangy mustard, and creamy mayonnaise is probably the topping. I think that's on like the bacon king that they normally have. Um, which is gotcha. like a weird tangy mustard and mayonnaise mix that's on there, and it's on a toasted pretzel bun. Essentially, it's a it's a uh, it's the bacon king, but with a pretzel bun instead. Very nice. Yep. Um, we are getting the return of the most stuff Oreos. They are Ooh. they're coming back. Um, when these were out, what was it earlier this year? Didn't you say you bought like multiple packs at a time. There there was a ridiculous amount of these packs of Oreos consumed. If I were to guess, probably twelve. I couldn't find any. This was after <laughs> you told I bought me. them all. <laughs> this was like at our Walmart. I went to Kroger. I went to whatever, other Walmarts, not in my normal Walmart. Uh-huh. I, in multiple, multiple locations. And this was like directly after you told me. Like, it's a limited window, and I know they're still around at such and such place on yeah. the episode. Couldn't find a fucking one. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. You really did eat them all. They are, uh, they're they coming back Bitch. at the beginning of the year. Um, there's not a, a currently a release date, but you know we'll tell you guys as soon as we get it. Um, it's that uh, food news is now taking over. Trailer talk is the first thing we talk about. <laughs> so I mean, obviously, if you're ranking on importance, <laughs> food, food. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, stupid news story. <laughs> there you food. Go. There you go. Then trailers. trailers. And then bullshit. Yeah, then that's the rest of it. <laughs> you don't even have to listen to the rest of the that's episode. Right. Just go to ifnzdpodcast.com, and you can see all the rest of the bullshit. That's right. That's it's, that's the TLDR yeah. uh, if you want. You know, that's I mean, right. that's a too long didn't read. Absolutely, I said. <laughs> Absolutely. Remember that? Yes. Episode um, fucking three. I so, think it was <laughs> for. Um, no, it was ha- three. No, <laughs> I see what you did there. I got you. For Halloween, uh, Coldstone Creamery is releasing a limited time black ice cream. Mm. Uh, looks like you can mix it in with some Halloween Oreos, and you can get the black cone, or you can get the orange <laughs> cone. Um, and I'll show you a picture. And if there were, if we were on video, we could be like, "Look at that!" Cool. But, I could pull it up. I got the camera <laughs> angle figured out again at the end of that episode. <laughs> Look at this! I think um, you just like doing it because you know where the camera is at. <laughs> absolutely. Um, I don't know my left from my right, but I do know where the camera is at. You so do now. We get close. Um, yeah, Coldstone Creamery rocking out the black ice cream. That's it, uh, that's what Mandy calls me. Black ice cream? No, cold Coldstone Creamery. Uh, you're as cold as ice. Uh, the black ice cream is cake batter ice cream dyed black. Um, so you're getting like a, a cake batter kind of flavor there. Um, we don't have a cold stone around here directly. Uh, uh, the closest in Fairview. So okay. it's about an hour, 10 bad. minute drive. So I could drive there for some ice cream if I didn't have my throat swell up when I ate ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. They, they have, uh, telling you, man, you got to get on that fucking dairy free break. They got some at cold stone now. Dairy, they got dairy free ice cream. Yep. I don't know if dairy free will do it for me. Why? Because it's... Just, is it just because it's cold? No, it's ice cream. <laughs> it's non-dairy. Dairy's what do, does it oh, to you. Dairy do's do it to me. Because it's lactose. Oh, the, they no, even it's make, not the lactose they, that, that makes my throat It's just swell. dairy? No, I don't get diarrhea, yeah. Well, like, yeah. People are lactose intolerant. They get the poopies. But Why like, no? But people are lactose intolerant, and they also have like an allergy to it, and it makes the throat swell. Yeah, I think it's like a dairy allergy. You don't have a nut allergy, do you? Mm, I haven't had a nut allergy all my life. Oh. Um, because I mean, most of the dairy-free ice cream is all like almond milk based. Yeah, that's usually so, I mean, what if I you, eat. If you like yeah. that kind of ice cream, that's what it that. is. Oh, okay. I yeah. didn't know this at Coldstone. At Coldstone, Creamery. 
Because it's because uh, the they do way. the old uh, fucking mixeroonie. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. They'll mixeroonie with that. They uh, do. They have the. Do they offer the black cake batter ice cream in a non-dairy? I don't know because I didn't know about the black cake batter ice cream until this episode. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. If 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 I didn't know, I would let you know. I'm good. I'm glad that you would do that for me. You're welcome. Um, let's read about this article together because I just saw the headline and it intrigued me. Considering you want me to like search for it on the computer, are you going to read it on there? No, I'll read it directly to you. Read it directly um, to me. So. DiGiorno is going to start delivering pizza. What? Kind of. Why? Um, so let's see. Now the pizza company is uprooting everything it ever stood for and is trying to get into the pleat pizza delivery game. Kind of. Starting Tuesday. It sound like you said the pleat pizza delivery. Uh, the butt pleat <laughs> pizza delivery. Mm. Uh, starting Tuesday. So this was October 1st. So it, the, that Tuesday has already passed. Um, they are going to uh, launch a contest on social media for fans to get a free pizza shipped right to their city. Um, um, I want to put a little hole in this theory. We've okay. got Grubhub and uh, what the other fucking one that delivers yeah, groceries. Groceries? Yeah. I thought the exact same thing. I was just like, they, they could have already done delivery technically, technically it's already. already. Yes. Uh, but DiGiorno is going for National Pizza Month because that's what we're in right now in October. October? Who knew? October's I, a lot know? of things. I think that people just make up shit all the time. No, I mean, I'm. I feel like they're legit, especially since like one of them's like awareness of certain cancers and different. That's things made that, up too. It's made up. There's no cancer awareness. Cancer I mean, doesn't exist. No, it's it's Who false. Knew? It's false. <laughs> false cancers. Wow. I uh, wish I could have told my wife that. You've heard it here. <laughs> um, so, uh, but no. Um, I mean, every obviously every awareness or month that you think is made up because it's not like it ever started. It wasn't originally that. It was like, hey, we're gonna make awareness happen during this month. Sure. But I can't say that I've known that National Pizza Month was October. I knew there was a National Pizza Day. Did you? I didn't know it had an entire month. Does National Pizza Day even take place in National Pizza Month? I have no or idea. Or are they two totally different events that do not coincide whatsoever? National Pizza Day is Sunday, February 9th. I knew it. So, I knew that it had to have been completely separate. It is separate. <laughs> by so can, multiple months. You can get your day on February 9th or your whole entire month in October. Um, Nationaltoday.com. That told, National told me. Today. Nationaltoday.com. So, yeah. DiGiorno will be making a limited number of deliveries to one city each week of the month. Um, some lucky pizza fans are in those areas can kick back and start working up an appetite. Free delivery might arrive at their doorstep with the Giorno Pizza, pizza ready to <laughs> bake in their own ovens. So they're not even bringing you a cooked pizza; they're no. just bringing you frozen pizza. So you're you're completely right. Yeah. Those. What's those the? It's not. It's not Grubhub. What's it called? There's the other one that's just the grocery delivery app. Hey Google. Oh God. What's the grocery delivery app called? Let's find out. We're going to happen. It's happening. It's thinking. Instacart? No. Shipped. Maybe it is Instacart, I guess. Yeah, don't I, I don't, there's no, I mean, there's another one that I know of. I can't. It Publix send. delivery? Honest no. B. Stop it. Safeway. Schwann's, Stop it. Schwann's has been delivering pizza for a long time. Yeah. Instashop? That's true. No. No? This website has a lot of charts, and I like charts. You do like charts? Yeah. Or you hate Top charts? 10 pizza toppings, most popular pizza brands. DoorDash. That's it. Yeah. That's it. See, I told you I'd figure it yeah. out for you, buddy. Thank you. It's number 19. That's the number 19 on what? <laughs> the top grocery delivery websites. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> it's the one I've heard the most. 
I just couldn't remember the name of it off the top of my head. It's bigger in the non like metropolitan areas like ours. Okay. Um, it's more more uh, friendly. More food. It's more. Is uh, there more food? More friendly. Friendly. Hey. Um. So we also got Wendy. Wendy's is also getting in the uh, the game business, just like KFC. Excuse me, KFC is. Oh God. Um. They're getting a full fantasy tabletop RPG based around Wendy's. Wow. Uh, yeah. So uh, can I can I role play as Dave? It's going to be called Feast of Legends. <laughs> um, the game draws heavy inspiration from Dungeons and Dragons. Of course, with players creating characters. I mean, right? They're just going to. Oh, just if you just create, if I create, then I can be Dave. I'm going to be Lord Dave Thomas. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, with players creating characters with five stats: st- strength, intelligence, charm, arcana. Arcana, yeah, Arcana? it's magic. Oh, okay, and grace, and choosing what? one, uh, grace, grace. Yeah, you gotta say grace before you eat. It's part oh. of the thing. I think that maybe means like holy, ho- holy magic, yeah. like holy ability, probably. Um, the choosing. Take the shirt off, but don't make fun of the undershirt because it's the same color of my shorts. It's it looks not. like I'm wearing like a jumpsuit. <laughs> it's a onesie. You got a fucking onesie on. <laughs> I've got a rompe on. Um, and choosing one of twelve orders, each of which is based on a different Wendy's menu item. Players can choose to play as a beefy order of the Baconator, Damn. the roguelike order of the Chicken Nuggets, or the magical order of the Frosty. Uh, which one did you go with? Um, you know, I'd go with that Nugs. Yeah, I couldn't say that I wouldn't go with the Nugs either. I mean, that's... that's and uh, it's roguelike. It's, yeah, I would and like you know that I'm, I'm rebellious. That has not the same thing. Oh, it's not? <laughs> no. Oh. Rogue and rebel aren't the same things. They both start with R in there, like five letters. Mm, yeah, you're right about that one. Yep. Mm-hmm. You want to get into regular news? We right. should talk about trailers first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Macho Man? No, that was... Is Hugh here? <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't uh, know if this will come out, if that'll come out before this. <laughs> and it's, it's totally out of order. You're uh, correct. Nobody knows who that it is fine. yet. <laughs> They'll get there. <laughs> All right. Uh, trailer talk. Yes. Uh, Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. Full trailer. Full full length. Uh, I'm just sad that he wasn't wearing a black mask. Not yet. He will. Next trailer. I don't maybe we won't get it in the trailer. <laughs> no, I meant let's go to the next. <laughs> oh. No, I was just joking. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> um it looks cool. That's good. Yeah. Uh I'm excited for this for sure. I didn't I I don't know. I, I get that she's supposed to be a bubbly, bouncy, goofy character mm-hmm. and she's always been that way and stuff, but it just seems like I don't know how to explain it. I guess it, I'm scared that this movie might give me too much of her. And I don't know that I oh, want her in. You know what I mean? I don't know why they're not calling this Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. Like, yeah, I, I was actually talking about this not too long ago is that they I feel like it's a marketing mistake that they are not calling this Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. Like, right. I mean, even in some of the promotional material, the, the posters they just released are they say HQBP, BOP, yeah. like. There, it's right there in the title, but like the title's called Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of the One Harley Quinn. Yeah, like I love the title, don't get me wrong. That's like right no, up and, my and alley. that's what I'm saying. I, I, I dig it too and stuff. I'm just scared that this movie will make me end up being like, I don't know, now I've, now I've got enough of her and I'm not, I'm ready to not see her for a while. She not that she doesn't have it, not that the movie doesn't have legs and she can't hold her own movie. It just makes me scared because I feel like I can only take that 
kind of character for so much. Well, the good news is they probably won't make another one for like three more years. So you yeah, got that going for sure. you. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, she's, I mean, she's definitely that friend that if you were hanging out with them would probably go, I got 10 minutes with this person before yeah. like I'm ready to move on because she's intense. I feel like she's camping. camping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like this movie is probably to me perceived the way that somebody like, like me in the back in the day would have perceived like tank girl whenever it first came out. Oh, sure. Such a bubbly poppy personality yeah. and that kind of a same, it's a very similar samey type of character in a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can so, see that. So I, I, I feel like, sure. feel like something, some, you know, there's probably somebody that felt the same way about that. Like I can only watch tank girl a couple of times and then I'm like, I'm good for a while. Yeah. You know, it's not like I'm going out to Russian to watch suicide squad or whatever all the time just to get more and more of her or anything anyways. But I just feel like yeah. it may not, it's not, necessarily up your alley of of that i'm i'm a i'm a big I, I like the new harley quinn like ever since amanda connor yeah amanda connor and jimmy palmiotti um had had kind of the resurgence what back in 15 or 16 mm-hmm. of harley quinn in the comics and they kind of rewrote her story as an independent one like on her own um kind of after joker kind of surviving those things uh it it kind of made her stand out and uh and i like her she's she's definitely obnoxious yeah. uh, but strong and and that's a, she's got a good character to her and uh you you got to be ready to go with it that's well, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely excited for it, and I still want to see okay. it. I just feel like oh. I said it would be like one of those things where, like, I watch the movie, and then after I watch the movie, I'm like, okay, I'm cool with not watching this for a while. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like you, too, I mean, you too much full on personality. I feel like that way. Like, you didn't do uh, as much Suicide as, Squad either, though, really, did you? Uh, I liked it. It you was okay. It. Um, I watched that one on a regular too. Yeah, it wasn't like my favorite go to movie. I felt like. I feel like some people could probably get the same thing from like Deadpool, like since he's such a just in your face character, you know, just not saying like, this isn't just a female centric lead type thing. This is just anybody with that full on personality. That's just in your face the entire fucking time. And I love Deadpool to death Mm -hmm. and I have watched it multiple times, but it's not something that I'm like going to watch on a loop kind of thing. You know what I mean? He's like the female Harley Quinn. And it's just different because like something like, I mean, he's the male Harley Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. Kind (laughs) of like, yeah, I get you. Uh, it was something like, uh, we'll say, for example, like Infinity War uh-huh. um, or even Spider-Man. I mean, like he's not so in your face, you know, and he's such a, to me, just such a lovable, likable character. It's a lot easier to digest that. Yeah, exactly. Makes sense. And same thing like with like Infinity War. Obviously, there's so many characters there and everything, but just your central plot and stuff. I could watch that movie multiple, multiple times in a row if I mm-hmm. needed to. But, um, you know, I digress. For sure. But did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. Good. I'm excited for this movie. Um, I I forgot that Rosie Perez was in it. You typed out the full title. You know I did. (laughs) I'm anal retentive like that. Uh, I forgot Rosie Perez was in this movie. Um, I like me some Rosie Perez. Um, I don't know the other... There's, I think, five women total Mm -hmm. as the leads in this movie. Um, And I only know Margot Robbie and uh, Rosie Rosie Perez. Perez, So the other three are kind of new to uh, me. Elizabeth uh, Winsett is in it. Uh, I don't know that name. I'll have to look her up just to she show would, you. She would not be in my in my line of duty. What's a uh, trailer that you've seen for? Uh, I watched the trailer for Star Wars Picard. Or Star Wars Star Trek Picard. Yeah, I watched the first trailer, not the not the newest one. If there's another new one, I think the like when they announced it. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is uh, like a full length trailer, um, essentially showing Picard. I don't know 
Jack about Star Trek. So I know that this is Next Generation as Picard, correct? Mm-hmm. Is that where that comes from? Yeah. And, um, and essentially he's waking, he woke up and he's uh, walking into this field and one of these guys that looks like he's also probably from Star Wars Next Generation, but he may be an alien of some sort. He's got a yellow colored skin um, and he's has a painting and he's like... I, I, can you finish this? Or he says uh, something about, I can't finish this painting. Can you finish it? And it's like this girl's face that he's missing. She's um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She's uh, Ramona Flowers in Scott Pilgrim. Oh, okay. She's in Cloverfield Lane, Tin Cloverfield Lane, rather. Yeah, that was a good movie. Um, I don't know. I guess a lot of other shit. Those, those are the two movies that I've seen that I know that I knew her from. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and then there's just a lot of... Uh, there's a lot more action in this movie than I thought there would be, essentially because um, he is super old. and But it looks like he's there's even some like action scenes where he's uh, fighting maybe with a stick. Uh, it's very grounded, very much in Earth, um, which I don't know if that's how Next Generation was. I felt like they were mostly on the ship like any other Star Trek show. Yeah. Um, but he's not in his suit. Um, like it's the that's the big thing about Star Trek though. I mean, it's it, being on the ship and everything is very much more diplomatic than it is about action. you know Star Star Wars is just more action oriented. Not that there's it's no war. Like, no diplomacy or anything to it. Yeah, there's I mean, a lot there's of political a, talk still in Star Wars that yeah. you're like Yeah. But but not not I mean like not not as much as there is in Star Trek. Fair. Absolutely. They would rather solve things with words rather than having to fight. But then whenever they fight, they have laser guns that move at two miles per pew, hour. Pew, pew. Like really slow. And they look like remote controls. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, but it all around it looks good. I mean, I and if they were looking for a way to kind of get people excited for because this is gonna be on the CBS All Access as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's the same as the other ones. That's Star, like Star Trek Discovery. Yeah, like you get the first episode will be free for people to see, and it'll actually play the first episode on CBS proper. They'll do it just the way they did with yep. Discovery, and then that, the rest of it you can't watch unless you have the All Access app. But I can't imagine why anybody who liked Next Generation would not watch this show. Exactly. Uh, it looks like this is what they should have started with, I probably. Like, slowly but surely, CBS All Access is becoming your home for Star Trek. Absolutely. That's, that's it. Yeah, you'll get your <laughs> Disney will have your Star Wars, CBS will have your Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll see Disney win. Yeah, absolutely. Time and time again. I'm are, sorry, Star, Star Wars Trek people. fans. Um, directed by Michael Bay. Meet a new kind of action hero. Six untraceable agents, totally off the grid. They've buried their pasts so they can change their future. Ryan Reynolds stars in Six Underground, coming this October on Netflix. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, So, (laughs) oh, it's December. I lied. Uh, (laughs) Do it in the voice. This December 13th on Netflix. Okay, there we go. I had to do the explosions because it's Michael Bay. Um... I saw it on a whim on on YouTube. It popped up, and I was just like, oh, it's Ryan Reynolds, and it's a new action movie. I'll check it out and see what it is. Uh, it's your very stereotypical uh, Michael Bay romp, okay. if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, very return to form for Michael Bay because he's done movies like this before. It's, it literally is exactly what I said. They're not, they're not just six untraceable agents. They were former military per people, like former like Marine Corps people. I gotcha. Um, and then they said that they were like MIA or killed in action. And then um, they, they couldn't find them. They told their families that they were dead, basically, if they had families to go to at home, whether it's mom and dad or a husband or wife, because I think that even is mentioned in the trailer at some point. Um, one of the guys had a wife or something. They had to leave him behind because of this. And this, a, this organization pulls them off 
trains them even further and basically makes them like rogue Jason Bourne esque agents kind of a thing. Oh. Um, I don't really know too much about what the mission is that they're supposed to be going on. Um, All I know is it's impossible. It is impossible. Um, um, but no, it, it looks it looks cool uh, if you're into your stereotypical Michael Bay movies, which I'm not really. Um, this would probably be for you. Uh, if you're just an action movie junkie, then this will probably be for you. People like action movies. I I like a really good action movie, but I've just never really ever been a fan of Michael Bay. No, I didn't care for the Transformer movies. I I never had. Um, Armageddon's okay. Uh, I didn't realize that he was the director for The Rock. I think that movie's okay, I guess. Dwayne Johnson. Another untitled Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reboot that he's in the works with. That I don't know. If, is that another reboot based off the other reboot that he was ahead of? Gross, or is this, a, is this the third sequel? I hope that, it, if anything, it's a sequel, but I hope that it just also... <laughs> he's the producer for A Quiet Place 2. Huh. That's weird. That is weird. Oh, he's only a producer for that. Oh, yeah. he's not a director. He's just okay. producing. This is no, I just saw producer. Oh, just, that's a producer credit. That would make that, sense. That would make sense. That's why those Let's things go work like to that. this one. Transformers. Okay, so he's done worse movies. <laughs> uh, Pain and Gains in this list. Rope Apocalypse. Oh, that sounds like gain. something. Yeah, The Island. The like almost four hour long Hugh McGregor movie. Yes, is Scarjo in that? Is who's with them in that movie? I don't know. We're going down a rabbit hole. Yep, it's it Scarjo. Scarjo. Yep. Um, what was the other one that I just saw that I was going to say? The Celine Dion music video? Yeah. Was it Celine Dion? <laughs> Maybe. I can't remember. I think so. Faith Hill. That's what it was. Faith Hill music video. Yeah, there we there go. you'll be. There you'll be. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Oh, he did He did a video documentary for uh, Lionel Richie collection as well. Nice. He's, he's dipping into all of these. He's he did, all he did a, a lot of meatloaf stuff, too. Nice. I bet he makes a good meatloaf. Oh, boy. Did you see any other trailers? Um, I watched a few, and mm. I've got quite a bit more, mm. um, actually. Mm. Uh, speaking of Netflix shows, Netflix. Uh, they have just released a trailer for a animated movie called Klaus. And this would be uh, as in Santa, Santa Klaus. Um, and I don't really like holiday movies, typically. Uh, they're just not, my, they're not my, uh, my cup of tea. But this one is an animated flick. Um, and the animation looks very charming. Uh, it's very cute. It reminds me of like 15 years ago animated. It kind of reminds me of uh, Emperor's New Groove. Yes, that's a, a good one. That's actually a like good a comparison. Better, like with, to, with today's uh, animation cleaned up, like quality version of yes. that. And essentially, this is uh, cool. the, the origin story of Santa Claus. Neat. Uh, there's a this guy is has magical powers and he is kind of just in the woods like as a what do you call a, a lumberjack kind of thing. And a lumberjack. This mailman comes to him and he's like, "You make really cool toys. Um, I got a proposition for you. Can I get your? Can you give me your toys and I can go deliver them to people because I really like them. I think they're really cool." And uh, <gasps> J.K. Simmons is Claus. Yes, J.K. Simmons is Klaus. Nice. Uh, Joan Cusack is uh, essentially the bad uh, person. There's a Mrs. Crumb. There's a, a group of people who are anti-giving presents to the kids just and for Jason whatever. Schwartzman's in it. Yeah, Rashida What's not Jones. To love? Yeah, it's got a great cast. A, a bunch g- of little kids. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, um, H- Haley Hermida is Crumb Girl One. <laughs> <laughs> um. And yeah, it's it's just a really kind of it, it's charming. It's a cute little uh, animated movie that's coming out at the beginning of November 
on Netflix. Um, and Ain't no fucking prince, but boy, is he charming. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It was a Lonely Island song. Oh, gotcha. Um, did you see the trailer for Primal? I did not. It's uh, I'm gonna butcher his name. The guy that did Dexter's Laboratory, mm. uh, Taranovsky, or how do you say his name? He did the I, Clone Wars cartoon as well. Oh, okay. Powerpuff gotcha. Girl, that guy. I'm the not creator. familiar with his name, but I know um, what you're talking about now. I can't think of his name either. Give me a Star Wars reference, and I've got it. I uh, used the the, <laughs> the 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 shorts. Yeah, Jin, yeah. Jindy Tartakovsky. Tartakovsky, that's his name. Okay. Um, this is his new series. It's oh, for I visually. I've seen that image of the guy on the dinosaur, mm-hmm. but I didn't have no clue what you're talking about. So this is a uh, features. Uh, it's based on a caveman, and he has a like a T Rex, like a little miniature T Rex uh-huh. kind of a thing. It's like his companion. He's a baby T Rex. I don't know if it's a baby, but it's 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 not as big as a T Rex. So I his arms say. are super small. Yeah, it's pretty small. Okay. Um, but this is on Adult Swim. They're doing a I think a five night. Like mini series thing, of that's like, a, like an eps, like an episodic adventure. Oh, there are shorts that are gonna go like. Not, daily not, I don't think they're shorts though. I think it's supposed to be like half hour episodes, but they're only doing five episodes, and it's Total. done. And it's gonna start. I think it started. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think it started this Monday. Oh, and so it's, it's going Monday through week. Friday this week, and then it's done. Cool. And then you'll be able to, I'm assuming, pick it up eventually or whatever. But it's just like a, a five episode little mini series he wanted to do. Super fucking brutal. Um, like which gore, is weird, gore, gore. yeah, because like they didn't do like uh, when they picked up Samurai Jack for its final season. Uh-huh. I think like the fifth season was the final season. Sounds right, maybe. Um, they were allowed to have a little bit more gore. They were actually able to show like some blood and stuff in it um, because it was on an, an Adult Swim show at that point. Yeah, that makes um, sense. So it was mostly centered, you know, centered around like a lot of the people that I made this animation for whenever they were younger, grew up watching this, and then I didn't get this fifth season until. 15 years later or something. So why would I not make it a little bit more adult oriented? Because all these people that cared about it now are adults. Um, so except for if they wanted to show their children, <laughs> yeah, I guess just show them the first four seasons. Don't let them know how it ends until they're grown up. That's fine. I've been hiding the season from you. Um, so primal is, uh, basically just the caveman's like surviving, basically surviving, killing, um, trying to live off the land. Uh, there's a, like a battle that they do with this giant saber tooth that's a, like big enough to actually like get this T Rex and like pin it down and like bite it and stuff. You see him like spearing a uh, like a zebra or something like that or whatever it may be in the distance, and it actually shows like blood and like the spear going through it, kind of a thing. So pretty gory, but it looks really awesome. I just love his like animation style and the way that they kind of. Uh, just take this whole thing in general. Cool. And I've always been a huge fan of his. I love Powerpuff Girls, which we've talked about, you know, mm-hmm. Dexter's Lab. Um, Seems that, a little those, controversial. Those clone, clone Wars stuff, Samurai Jack. It's controversial. You got cavemen and dinosaurs. They weren't, I mean, some yeah. people say they weren't supposed to be together. It says di- a dinosaur on the brink of extinction. Uh-huh. So they're on the brink of extinction. Yeah, but you've already got cavemen. They've, they've grown into mm-hmm. Homo erectus, uh-huh. if you know what I mean by rectus. <laughs> I do know what you mean. <laughs> Uh, cool, but yeah, yeah. Five. By the time this comes out, um, all, all five it's episodes will be done. I don't know if they'll be streaming anywhere, like where you can watch them, like on Adult Swim's app or anything yeah, like that. That makes sense. Um, or if you've got like Hulu, maybe it's gonna at yeah, least a live TV version of that. Kind of, but I, I would assume I, I would More probably, I would probably wait until this comes out in like a. Like a DVD set. That's what I ended up doing with Clone Wars, more or less than anything. Who buys else. DVDs anymore? No, Blu-rays. Or Blu-rays. Oh, I like Blu-rays. The disc is out the door. No, it's not. 
completely. The disc is gone. The disc isn't out the door. I'm going to buy CD-ROMs <laughs> from now on when I buy games for my computer. Oh, good. I'm going to call up in every indie studio and be like, hey, look, I know you do digital only, but could you do me a solid? <laughs> Please. Please. Hey, did you see where this isn't anywhere in trailer or anything? Jay and Silent Bob's... Uh, Blob. Bob Blob's uh, Chronic Blunt Punch, uh, which is the video game that the they're game. working on. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, a a video game that they release are releasing simultaneously with it. Um, that is a uh, oh, what's it called? It's some sort of mall thing. It's a, like a side scroller um, that's in like 16 bit. Yeah, um, there's a lot of studios that have been doing that. Like whenever uh, Bloodstain came out, they released to like an 8 bit version, like a retro like version of the same like similar game. Yeah. But it was like that version was supposed to be like, hey, here's Bloodstained. And it's like basically old Castlevania. And then whenever the uh, Ritual of the Night came out, it was like, this is like the good shit. Like, yeah. Ca- like uh, Symphony of the Night kind of stuff. Gotcha. But they were releasing it. They had a pre-order where you could get it on the SNES cartridge. You can get it like actually printed yeah. in the chip? Yeah. Like it was on. it's on the cartridge. Like you can just wow. straight up buy it on cartridge. Um, I've heard Chronic of Chronic Blunt I've... Punch. Uh, Ooh. I was wanting to try and see, but it. it's not. That's not the game. But if you look mm-hmm. that up, it'll get you to it. Because um, Fig. Fig's doing it, yeah, yeah. Fig's doing it. Um, so is Fig the actual company that's developing the yeah, game? Yeah, Fig's or? developing. Okay. I no, 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 no. I might be wrong. I think Fig is actually the. That's the campaign. That's site. the campaign site. Okay. Um, but gosh, what a, I wish I could remember what the other game is called. I figured um, it would be on if here you keep somewhere. Rolling, you'll through. get to it for sure. Because that's all on the other game. Uh, but mm-hmm. there's definitely. Um, oh, that's awesome! Yes, um, like it's supposed to. He looks like a zero from Mega Man. Oh, okay, gotcha. That's I did. I don't get half of those references. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, I figured they would make him look like Mega Man, but it, you know, in the same sense, but not really. I mean, he almost just makes him look like Batman. That's like kind of the whole point there. Yeah, they, for fl- sure. they straight up made Che look like like, and they even call like it zero. Chronic Mega Armor. Uh-huh. That's funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. We're not seeing it. this. Uh, not seeing this thing. It looks like it's all about that game. What about another? Uh, got to all trailer? about that game. Uh, we got a trailer for Rick and Morty season four. Yes. Uh, we are getting a release of uh, November tenth is yep. when we start this. Looks like we're getting five episodes this year already, um, and it looks like the rest of the season. Uh, they they had like a, they big... had, I was going to say they had a goof at the end of the thing where they're talking about half the season for a full season price yeah. or something like that <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Which and everybody's like, can you believe that they're only giving us? This much, but I mean, it's it's going through. I'm imagining that that's just what's coming through in 2019, and then the rest of it will finish it up. Just like any show that starts at this time of the year, the rest of it comes through uh, on in 2020. Like, so I don't know what that is, but uh, Mr. Poopy Butthole's back, uh, mm-hmm. teaching class, Professor Poopy Butthole. I hope. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of a lot of things that they had that were brought back from previous seasons because it showed a Meeseek centric episode. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Cause they were just, uh, there was and just all over the place supposed to be done. Cause I think they destroyed the button that creates Meeseeks. Uh, um, if I, I think if I yeah. remember right, there it is. The mall brawl, mall brawl. There it is. Silent Bob mall. It's an, an NES card. NES. Sorry. Wow. So it would be eight bit if that's the case and it work, if it works right. Yeah. 
So is it in an NES cartridge and it has like USB and you just plug it in or something? Or is uh, it no, full? no, no. You can you, you can plug you, it into your NES. You buy um, you can because I bought the digital download because it came with mm -hmm. the the other one because I, I backed this when they first launched it. Um, there it is. There's a, a little screenshot of it. That's rad. Uh, but yeah, no, no, that's, it plays. It looks like it plays like uh, the old uh, Ninja Turtles beat 'em ups. Oh, okay. Or maybe the original Double Dragon. Mm -hmm. Kind of similar to that. But yeah, that's that was just a surprise. I mean, they were doing Chronic Blunt Punch. That's a real hard thing to say. Um, through they've been developing that. In the meantime, they were like, "Hey, we're also going to release this as a as a side." So uh, I was curious, game. what is besides PC? Is this going to be available for anything else? Um, they had talked about that they would be having it available for other things uh, eventually, but as of when I backed it and supported it, it was only available as a. Um, as an option for uh, PC download, um, and but they seem they seem like they were hopeful of it. I was uh, curious because I knew that it was a PC oriented thing. But yes, I, a lot of these times, like uh, we'll say with uh, Team Cherry, whenever they were making Hollow Knight, it was supposed to be a PC only oriented oh, thing. Really? After they got enough funding and enough popularity from the PC stuff, they were able to port it to Switch. Mm. And then from Switch, it went to, I think, PS4. It's never gotcha. came out on Xbox, on Xbox as yeah. far as I know. I, it might be now, if I'm not mistaken. I really I really don't know. I've not looked for it. Yeah. I've got it on, on Switch and on PC, so I didn't really need it on anything else. <laughs> I didn't need another copy uh, of it. No, even though it's a fucking amazing game. But it wouldn't surprise me if they ported it to the Switch, since it's like kind of a home for indies anymore. Yeah. Um, and it would be really rad to have that on Absolutely. home console. Absolutely. Yeah, it seems, uh, it seems like they will be moving towards that direction. Uh, I think they got more support than they were hoping for. The guy who plays Elias is uh, like heading up the the company. I think that that's doing all this. Like okay. he was kind of the bull by the horns on it, right? Um, so yeah, uh, we also got a very very teasy teaser for uh, Stranger Things season four. Mm -hmm. You got the logo flickering out and mm -hmm. getting absorbed by the upside down darkness, darkness stuff or whatever you want to call yeah. it, and then the ending with the bells that says we're not in Hawkins anymore. Yeah. So, so they're they're going to go are Russia, going, but we're probably going to go international. That's what it seems like. We I called assume, it. I feel like they're going to have something that happens where we'll be in Hawkins like maybe the first episode or first yeah. couple episodes and then something will happen where they'll have to go to Will's house where cuz they're out of town now. They moved. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we might have to go there because maybe like a hole's opened up there, mm -hmm. and then they'll travel through the upside down, and they'll be poop, pooped out over in Russia somewhere. So that's what I was going to ask you. Do you think that they're going to travel in our world no, to Russia, or they're traveling through I, the really upside strong. down? I feel like uh, like traveling in the upside down will make it happen like crazy fast. They and will. That'll be there. Then we'll have to hole. get flight. Yeah, unless they're going to make a goof about being like we're on American Airlines in the eighties. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? And having people flight be attendants yeah. and all that good thing. So yes. I mean, I guess that I could see them that's doing true. that, but I really don't know. Um, and then we got a. Uh, a full trailer actually for the which this is bizarre an untitled walking dead spinoff is still untitled even with a full-length trailer yeah i didn't get to see it yet but this is the one um this show is headed by uh jordan void roberts the guy that i was talking about before that's doing the metal gear solid movie oh nice so okay. this is his walking dead show this is what he's been working on prior to starting on like metal gear and stuff oh nice the road. okay and cool. he did the kong skull island before this okay 
and this is what he's been. It looks on good. Since. I mean, I'm yeah. excited. It's got uh, it's kids. I mean, it's... they're kind of picking up a little little Stranger Things vibe, mm-hmm. in that we know that like we like kids on adventures. Um, and there's essentially a kind of protected area that we're I think we're we're deep into the future of. Uh, the world where so this is like basically these kids are these kids have grown up in the shit. These kids have never seen anything Not but zombie, zombie world. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and so they are That'd be cool if like the tie into this is like they meet Judith, but she's like 20, cool. 20, mid twenties Judith. Absolutely, that would be awesome. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, they uh, so they essentially are going. They've never been outside of these walls. They're kind of in this protected area. Uh, but then they they're going out. I think to to go see one of these kids' dads, who's helping rebuild uh, the the world essentially. And mm-hmm. so they're they're outside of the walls. Glenn. And I don't think it's Glenn. <laughs> I don't think uh, he'd, he'd have a funky looking eye. Uh, I have, to have a whole funky looking face. Yes, that's true. Good point. Uh, but I I'm definitely I seem personally feel like I'm already more invested in this than I was in Fear the Walking Dead. And, yeah, and uh, so we'll see. We'll see what happens there. And then we got a trailer for Marvel's Hero Project, which is another one of uh, the Disney Plus shows that I don't think we got a trailer for this at all when they first announced all the Disney Plus things. But essentially, uh, the Hero Project is uh, kind of a what's that? What's a show called when it's in the real world? It's in the real world. Yeah. What do you mean? Like a like, like a, a reality show or a docu series. Reality show? Reality show. That's the word I was looking okay. for. Maybe a docuseries. They're essentially finding kids that are making a difference in the mm-hmm. world. And uh, I think I've seen the logo for this, but I didn't know what it was. Yes. Yeah. So they're they're finding kids, and they're kind of telling their story about how they're influenced in helping people, or maybe they have a, a handicap of sorts, or they're, uh, they're, there's a, at least a, an episode or a section about like kids missing limbs and how they function outside of it and what they're doing to improve uh, people's just lives in general. And so they're highlighting it, showing uh, their importance, and uh, looks like you they're even give, making them a little uh, comic book with them involved in it to kind of do that. So making it tying it into the Marvel side of things, uh, it seems like a little feel goody type of show that you could watch and uh, maybe uh, get a little uh, get a little tear about, get a little you know, a little touchy. Yes, get a little touchy on it. Uh, but any of those those kind of shows, I think they used to have like a extreme makeover. Like whatever the home edition thing, not the home edition, but they had an extreme makeover type of a thing that was for people like a long time ago before they did the home edition. That's oh, why the yeah, home yeah, edition yeah. was called that. And they would always be like, um, "My husband just came back from the war, and uh, our house burnt down, and I was caught inside, and half of my face is burnt, and I just want to feel pretty again." So they would do like an extreme makeover and make her look extra pretty, and it would be like a tearjerker, like. You gotcha. are beautiful no matter what, girl. And everybody's just but like, here's some you. makeup still. Yeah, here's some makeup. Let's <laughs> slap it on that bacon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm horrible. I hate me. Oh, but yeah, just feel good shows. Um, Disney uh, Disney Plus pulling out all the stunts. Hold on. We've got breaking news. Joanne Fabrics just messaged me. They let me know that I can sign in into this app across all my devices. Oh, let's get into some news. Um, I guess we should hit one of the big ones uh, right off the bat. Sony confirmed that the uh, next PlayStation is officially named the PlayStation 5. 
as we knew. But the big news is that it will be coming out holiday 2020, as predicted on the IFNZ podcast. You get, you heard it here first, like nine months ago. Like totally fucking like from the beginning, we talked that's about true. it. Like that's this, it was this way. Um, that's, that's very fair. No, yeah. So uh, officially, holiday 2020 going to be competing with Project Scarlet, whatever yep. Xbox's next console is going to be. Um, we know a couple of things about it already. Um, we know the the controller is got some components that are different in it. Uh, it's got better like haptic feedback, and there. What's that mean? Um, it's just your the way it's like how the Nintendo Switch has the pro controller that has like the smart vibration functions and you can feel like the it vibrates differently like across the different like if you're watching something on the screen and it, like something's rumbling from one side to the oh, other and yeah. you will feel it vibrate from one side to the other and it has like this smart like it, they call it like an hd controller in a way i see um so that because that's the, all like haptic feedback that's correlating with something that's on the screen I other see. than just being like like dual shock is just going vroom, vroom, yeah vroom. and it can vibrate from one side to the other this will have haptic feedback that will give you like a more it's stereo like yeah essentially it, it, stereo and it'll also like be able to not have just one type of vibration you know like yeah if something is slowly rumbling up as it gets louder and louder it'll like creep up on you like okay. you'll, you'll f- barely feel the vibration mm-hmm. as whatever's getting closer it'll get heavier and heavier and heavier kind of a thing so you'll be able to notice that that type of thing you'll have a different haptic feedback i don't think it has any motion control that we've know of because that was something that they did with like ps3 ps4 at one point in time they gave your controllers like a little bit of motion control um but they did say that both the l trigger and uh l2 and r2 triggers are going to be able to have their sensitivity be like customized so you can like take those uh, like whenever the developers are creating games, um, it's going to be able to allow them to, um, based on like how hard you're pressing in on the trigger, mm-hmm. it might be able to allow you to adjust specific things. Um, like I guess if you're playing a first person shooter and you're getting ready to like scope up or something, you might be able to like slowly creep up or like increase like maybe the draw distance. Like instead of like having multiple scopes, like the way that you're holding in that scope trigger mm-hmm. button or whatever, if you're holding it in harder, maybe he actually like it'll make that scope go in further kind oh. of a thing. So, um, it's something that they said, which I thought was weird. Like probably four or five months ago, there was a patent from Microsoft that was literally looking into doing this exact same thing with oh. the Scarlet. So I don't know if they saw that patent. It was just like, shit, we got to do something. Yeah. <laughs> so it just seems kind of weird that right after they did that, they were just like, we already have this. We're saying it first. They didn't say anything about theirs. They yeah. just made a little patent about it. And I guess they might have saw it and said something about it. I don't really know. Say something, say, see something, say something. Um, Apparently, they're saying game installation is supposed to be a little bit different because it's a full, total solid state drive inside. Okay. Um, so they said, I'm trying to look for the quote exactly. Rather than treating games like big blocks of data, we're allowing finer grained access to the data. Um, that could mean the ability just to install just a game's multiplayer campaign, leaving the single player campaign available for another time, or just hmm. installing the whole thing instead of being big blocks. If you're just playing single player and not using multiplayer at that time, it won't have to load up the entire game to oh, get you going. It'll nice. just load up the single player so it'll go f- even faster. Yeah. So it'll kind of adapt to what you need loaded at that current point in time. Or I'd maybe even, I don't know if you'd go as far as this, but 
if you're playing a game in a certain mode, maybe it would leave behind the other modes. If you're yeah. if I'm playing in, in beginner mode, I don't need yeah. expert to be hanging out there and bogging down my load time because it's also mm-hmm. dealing with that. And that's 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 valid. Uh, another thing too that uh like like I think it's just similar to what they basically said. It's kind of cool to know like if I'm getting into Halo and I'm not playing the campaign, they won't have to worry about loading the campaign if it gives you the option are you playing like not not on PlayStation, I guess what would be the equivalent of that? Um I don't know. Who Whatever knows? the fucking Destiny. Say, I'm, well, I'm saying yeah, so no. was you know, and that's all multiplayer. <laughs> that's true. Uh say I'm playing Uncharted and they have a multiplayer mode in like a new Uncharted game Star or something Wars, that's coming. Star Wars Battlefront. Sure. Star Wars Battlefront 3 comes out and Two. it's got a no, it was a PS5. Oh, yeah. Good point. We'll say it's three. <laughs> Down Kingdom the road. Four. Whatever it may be that has a <laughs> multiplayer. A multiplayer game that has a massive single-player uh, campaign yeah. to it, and it might prompt you before you start the game, are you playing this, this, or both? Mm-hmm. You know, And you can be like, oh, I'm just going to play the multiplayer. It won't have to worry about loading that, and it just focuses on loading those maps and whatever. It may even allow you to have a better, not internet connection, but you know what I mean? Like You won't have to worry about other shit bogging down Absolutely. that file, so it might make your ping and stuff better as far as your internet connectivity mm-hmm. goes because you're not having as much stuff running in the background, basically. Hey, I... Um, up to my speed on my internet. Did you? Yeah. What'd you go to? Uh, two hundred. Are you MediaCom? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I went. We we're on two hundred here. Are you? You like it? Uh, I don't know. I can't tell the difference. You can't? No. 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 Uh, it's diff- It's hard to tell a difference. It definitely makes a difference when it actually works right as far as uploading episodes goes. Oh, really? For sure. The <laughs> upload speed goes up whenever you get that other speed up there. Gotcha. I uh, yeah, we uh, I I had the like a bundle package I signed up for just to get a cheaper price, mm-hmm. and had like cable and phone and all that stuff, and went to cancel the cable part of it because it was like twenty extra bucks, and they were yeah. like, hey, we can give you the same price for hundred as we do for two hundred. And uh, and then you get to keep your phone. And we're like, I don't want the phone. Leave me the phone alone. Uh, but they they gave me the phone anyways. I've got I'm just it. like you have no phone. You you will have um, this phone. They will give you a phone number whether you like it or not. No, they're all, they're all about that anymore. I used to just try to do my best to sell everybody video and internet because I knew nobody cared about the phone. I want to plug in a phone just so that I can like I'm like here's my home phone number, Justin. Yeah. And I can have a. Uh, you have a home phone number, then technically. I do technically. You want to give number. it up on the episode right now? I don't now. know what it is. Oh, uh, and then have a one of those tape things. What do you you they <laughs> answering machine? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> I forgot already. Damn. Wow. <laughs> you know, it's a tape thing. It's kind of like voicemail, but it uses tapes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for the people that care about the technical standpoints, they did announce already, too, that the PS5 CPU will have a uh, 8664 AMD Ryzen powering it, um, eight cores uh, processor, and uh, I guess 16 thread CPU. I really, truly don't know what the difference between the threading and the CPU is, but you're looking at an eight core processing unit that's inside this thing. Um, should be soups powerful. Maybe it'll be as good as my my computer is now. <laughs> <laughs> What do you got? You have um, anything else about the PS5 you want to talk about? Um, no, I was just excited that it was called PlayStation 5. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Um, the the war is over. Uh, Great. Spider-Man is going to be in the Marvel Universe. <gasps> oh, I can erase the, that from my news and I the, don't have to talk about it now. The MCU uh, has allowed Spider-Man to come back and play um, somewhat mm, temporarily, though it seems, as of right now. Uh, Disney is now going to get 25% of the box office and yes. have close to 25% of the expense uh, yes. as well. 
but what this essentially gives us is uh, one more Spider-Man movie that uh, standalone yes. that belongs within the MCU. They can still play with um, all of the characters uh, like they have in the first two Spider-Man movies. Yes. And uh, <laughs> and then there is uh, an option for him to be in one more team-up type movie, such as the Avengers has been. Avengers. Uh, Would you say it could be a young Avengers? It could potentially be a young and Avengers. And then they kill him off? Uh, they could. I don't I don't really know. So they left this and whoever, a little... Whoever's playing Ironheart, he gets to look at her and say, I love you 3,000. <laughs> they... Uh, they essentially just gave them a timeline to wrap things up as is what this did is uh it it fox or no sorry sony made the deal with disney to say fine we'll do it for two more movies to get everybody to shut the hell up and uh and you guys got to wrap it up uh kevin feige can be involved you guys can do all your things but we're only doing this two more times where we give you a quarter of the profits from this right. thing um what do you what about this give it to what me this what if what if um, MJ, okay, becomes Ironheart. I like that idea. Like that, like that's. I how, think it's a great uh, idea. She, she, she gets incorporated into this. This thing Zendaya she, is she, Ironheart. Zendaya is Ironheart. I like that. That way we can still have like they get to be together. You Absolutely. Know, and still, and it's extra um, close. And uh, one could say that is why they never called her Mary Jane because she's not technically a property of the the Spider Man universe. Disney didn't want to self associate with spells weed. Oh, Mary Jane, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a stretch. <laughs> no, that make that would be really cool and could potentially be done because MJ is not technically Mary Jane Watson and therefore is not a property of Spider-Man you owned know, by Sony. I'm really glad when you like my ideas. And then you could really tie in that. You, who cares what happens to Tom Holland now because you have Zendaya in the MCU as her own superhero. Also, who knows what this podcast is going to sound like? Out there, what on on after we record it because we're using a different setup, but I feel like it's more intimate because I'm so close to the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Just a quick aside, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, um. This doesn't mean that this is the end of this conversation, obviously, because this could just about be... About Young Avengers or about Marvel? And... Just Spider-Man and Marvel oh, okay. being involved, because this is their deal for now. This The previous deal ran out, and then they figured something out. So we could see a long-term partnership. I wouldn't put money on it that this is the end, mm -hmm. uh, that this is the final pacifier. But um, why not? I'd, if you got an idea like that where you can... Dude, I've got so many ideas. I'd, I want to talk to you about that. Um, about any idea or just your ideas that one. in general. Deborah Chow, the director of the upcoming Mandalorian series, has now been tapped to helm the Obi One series as well. Yeah, I saw that. I'm excited for that. So they must like her work on on uh, like, Mandalorian already enough, enough to be like, hey, here's the whole show. <laughs> we're, here's a whole show. Uh, oh, we already approved you for season two of this show, and here's another show. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm stoked for it. I'm. I don't know. I'm so. I, I'm the exact person that Marvel, or not Marvel, Disney wants right now, which is a person that is obsessed with Star Wars because the entire end of this year is a literally nothing but Star Wars. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm still looking at it like, it, it makes me happy that, know that, I, I know Star Wars will never go away anyways. I mean, there's there's too much at stake with it, too much money to be made. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. But, it makes me happy knowing that we have so much more still coming up past the end of this year, knowing that like, 
hey, episode nine doesn't have to be the end of it. We're not saying bye forever mm-hmm. kind of a thing. We're still doing more shit. We got lots of yeah, slated right. out there, yeah. So I'm I'm super stoked. And, and the we talked about the last through. episodes. The comics have been fucking quality content. Yeah. Those Darth Vader ones that I've read, the 2016 one and the one that came yeah. out last year, mm-hmm. they're both amazing. The uh, Actually, this week, today, as we're recording this, uh, the spinoff comic uh, from the, you know, they do like the Road to the new movie mm-hmm. comic book always. So they've got a Road to uh, Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. uh, comic that just started this week. Uh, cool. It's a, a little thing they're doing there. But to uh, kind of tie in with the fact that you're a sucker for the Disney Plus and you're exactly the person they're aiming for. I am. They now have a new promo where you can get uh, Disney Plus for under $5 uh, per oh, month. Let me look for something to drop. Are you serious? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's good. Uh, the uh, they've got a, essentially a code that will get you to where you can get the. You got to sign up for three years, just like I did. <gasps> But you get it for a slightly not as good deal as I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're special. You're getting it for hundred and seventy dollars, three years, mm-hmm. less than five dollars a month uh, to set it all out. You're going to use the uh, the code Parks Pass three years. Um, we'll give you that discount. When does uh, this on end? The, this is uh, founders.disneyplus.com. This will last until let's see. I can't find where this ends. Um, it's a big know. thing. I just didn't want it to be something that ended before That's this fair. episode came out kind of a That's thing. That's fair, because then we'd have to cut this whole piece. No, we wouldn't oh, have to cut it. I'd just be on. like, hey, you didn't get it. Uh, one caveat <laughs> is that these dis- deep discounts don't apply to the bundle package. We knew that because it happened on the same uh, last time. Um, got the monthly plan and annual offers in their email today. Uh, when you see uh, Mar- I don't know. Marvel's What If series, do you sing Creed every time like I do? Oh, what if? <laughs> no, I, I actually did not put that together yet. But that, thank I you. hope to God that that's the theme song for the show. <laughs> Which would just make you think of Scream. That would be amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. They had a killer soundtrack, and that was, that was Scream not... three, I yeah. think. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, yeah, we've. Uh, I, I don't know. To answer your question, I have no clue how long this lasts. So act now is all I have to say. Yes. Uh, one more quick Star Wars thing. Early uh, Star Wars Episode Nine toy leak shows that uh, uh, there's there's a toy coming out of CP3O that is wielding a bowcaster. Really? So I nice. guess he gets the bowcaster at nice. some point in time to fire. It just makes me exci- excited because he's never been a uh, a confrontational person at all. Absolutely. Um, he whether gets it. well, whether it's happening by accident or by happenstance. There's a point in time in like the most recent trailer whenever he's like sitting up and his eyes are completely red. Yeah. So I don't know if that means like something bad happened or like maybe somebody like he maybe oh, just the- got new eyes because he got the new arm as a red arm. Maybe he's just going all red. He's slowly moving from so gold to red. red. Red's what's in. <laughs> it's in fashion. It's in fashion. Um, we are getting a lot of news about this ma- these Matrix movies. The Matrix, actually. Um, Yahya Abdul Mateen the second. Um, <laughs> what? Yahya. He's got a. It's Y A H Y A. That was my Yahya instead of just Yahya. Maybe he. Maybe he. Maybe he does emphasize the H. Yahya Abdul Mateen. Chaya Abdul Mateen the second will be has been cast as a uh, a lead role in Matrix Four. It's this guy. Um, you know this guy. Do I? Um, he's been in a lot of things. Um, I cannot. Was he in the Yaya Sisterhood movie? In um, 
what's that movie? Uh, we are Sp- 300. I feel I, like he's in I, 300. I, I literally almost typed in Yaya Sisterhood. <laughs> he's in 300. No, this is not the same guy I was thinking of. This guy? Yeah. Th- I mean, that's the, that's the right guy. Who's the guy? Um, oh, that's Black Manta from Aquaman. Okay. Yeah, he was in Us, I think, too, right? Yeah, he's yeah. Us. He's in Us. Yeah. Okay. Is that the dad? Yep. Really? Uh-huh. That Bay- dude's big. That's a big dude. Baywatch, the reboot movie, The Greatest Showman. Okay. Um, he guess he's relatively new to film and didn't his first movie he's wasn't younger. until 2012. Yeah. And I just was surprised. I think he's a younger dude. Uh, Greatest Showman. I'm trying to look for big ones. Obviously, Aquaman. Us. He's got Sweetness in the Belly. He was belly. in the Get Down. Uh-huh. The Get Down. Yeah. Yep, yep. All day, all night, and night. All day, all night. He's in one season or an episode of The Handmaid's Tale, Black Mirror. Oh, he's going to be in The Watchmen. Oh, okay. Cool. As Cal Abraham. Oh, Cal Abraham. Um, so essentially, uh, we are actually in not only casting uh, the the uh the big <laughs> stop it don't look at my search as i'm typing words wrong netflix <laughs> um, i don't know how you typed it so i can type it in on my thing <laughs> that was matrix and netflix together by the way the may the matrix the matflix the mat the matrix Mat-frix. <laughs> Um, oh no! It wants to autocorrect it. I can't spell, guys. Um, so we're actually casting new people. We're not just saying like, "Hey, Keanu Reeves is hanging out with us." Hey, uh, the, the, what's her name? Carrie Ann Moss is hanging out with us. Carrie Underwood. Like, She's uh, here Carrie too. Underwood's Why not? Here also, why She's not done all, the soundtrack? All the Carries. Um, but we're we are also considering that there are two different Matrix movies in production at Warner Brothers currently. Um, there is obviously the Matrix Four. But let us not forget that there was a different Matrix movie uh, involving uh, what's his face Creed. Uh, what since this is like a in in the future, like further beyond in the Matrix, you uh-huh. know, like kind of like how we discussed before. Yes. If this, like I said, is either Morpheus's son or maybe like Link's son or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like that. I like that oh, absolutely. God. What if it's happening? What if we wrote the Matrix? I what if so. we are the Wachowski siblings, sisters? I'm sorry. You said so siblings. We, well, they're the sisters too. No, okay. they're both Absolutely. girls. Yeah. They're both um, girls. What if we're the sisters? What if we're the ya? What if we're the Yaya sisterhood? Where the yeah? We are the Yaya's. We're Yaya sisterhood. We're we're uh, yeah. We're race car driving Yaya's. What was the uh, cake song? Yeah, race car race yaya's. yaya's. Yes. Um. So there's two movies, two Matrix movies. One of them's uh, got a, a young uh, Apollo Creed, not Apollo Creed, but his son. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Michael B. Jordan. Yep. Yes, Michael B. Jordan. Uh, Matrix movie, uh, which uh, is presumably a prequel, is what we're speculating on, I do believe, okay. is that he may be a young Lawrence Fishburne. So is this supposed to be uh, two separate movies? Then? Yes, there are two separate so two movies. Separate. So two prequel, separate. Prequel uh, to the entire franchise and then a sequel. They're calling this one official. They're they're calling this one Matrix 4. So I'm thinking okay. this is definitely a sequel unless they're doing a weird like prequel sequel thing. Mm-hmm. And then I also heard rumors. I didn't save the article, but there has been... At least uh, they are in talks of casting or are looking at people in casting a young Keanu Reeves. Wow. Um, which I imagine would tie into... I'm trying to think of who could play a young Keanu Reeves. I'm trying to think of why they would need a young Keanu Reeves. Well, I mean, if it's like, a prequel. But are they? But he becomes 
who he becomes. I think he's been following him for a long time. Oh, Remember? Oh, you think I've so? I've been watching you, Neo, kind of a thing. Yeah. Maybe he's been watching him for years. Like, That's cool. As like, he's like the coming of Christ kind of a thing. Like he's been watching him for a like, long time, like knowing he's just got to get older and become whatever this is going to be the man okay. you know, maybe that's just like kind of like a I like that just brief tie in I'm down for that but I'm just what I'm saying like I wonder if the, if it would have to be anybody important or if it's just kind of like it's really somebody just a side in, you know, like a, a side bit. thing it's, it's, a, it's supposed to be mostly about Morpheus he's background point. he's um, almost just like on a screen monitor I'm, I'm monitoring this person yeah. and everything but you still need it it's important kind at that a, point if he's not major you just you just do a de-aging of Keanu Reeves yeah and uh, and just, but he probably yeah. doesn't want to cut that. Or hair. just, or just Keanu Reeves now because he looks exactly the fucking same. That's true. That's true. I was. Uh, did you listen to? They were talking about Gemini Man, that new Will Smith movie on uh, uh, on Batman yeah. Beyond. And Kevin's like, looks like they just aged Will Smith to like yesterday because he just looks so good already. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's just got salt and pepper. Like the Gemini yeah. Man could have just been him. Like, hey, just shave everything real yes. quick and you look the same. Like they just like just sleep deprive him a little bit and let his gray hair grow out a little bit and then you've got the older version of Will Smith. Uh, kind of, sort of tied to Keanu Reeves. Uh-huh. The female centric lead spinoff of John Wick is coming soon, called Ballerina. Yes, I um, saw that. So it makes we, we were talking about it a little bit ago. Um, me and Mandy, after I told her about this news, because I think it just came out yesterday. But um, who would you see as a role of a female John Wick? I think me and her, I we had uh, we had our what first thing popped up in our minds, and it wasn't the same. You want my first one? What was yours? Ruby Rose. Yours is Ruby Rose. Yeah. Yeah. Mine wasn't. Uh, but I forget that she was already in John Wick as a bad guy and yep. would not work as that. that. So on the second, second one? one? Yeah. yeah. So that won't work. Uh, so we'll scrap Ruby Rose. We'll scrap her. Um, as an option. Uh, Unless they do like, she's not, did she? She died. She died. She yeah. died. Yeah, okay. She did. Uh, Unless this is like a prequel to like her assassin character, I guess. Yeah, that could be. But then she could be the quote unquote ballerina. It could. Uh, I don't think they would do that. No, though. I don't think so. I think they'd bring in somebody new. Let's see. Mandy's Who'd... was uh, Helena Bonham Carter. And I was like, that's actually a really cool. weird, a cool pick. I was yeah. like, but I don't know that she would go through the training to do that. You know what I mean? Because I feel like they would want to have somebody that'd be like maybe willing to actually do not as extensive, but Halsey. something similar to similar to what Keanu Reeves did. I want Has she acted? I don't think so. No. Outside of music videos, maybe. But her music videos are good. Like she's okay, a sure. good actor in her music videos. Okay. Um, why I mean, not? I don't know. I, I think that'd be kind of cool. It's TV show. No, it was a movie. Movie, okay. Movie. I, I don't know. I don't know if that would they would put her in my, a They'd probably put her as a lead in a TV show, but I don't know at a, at a big budget movie level if they would. The first one I said that came to my mind was uh, Millie Kunitz. Okay. I thought that that would be like a really Ooh. cool... Zazie Beats. Yeah, that'd be really cool too. That'd be cool. I think I like Zazie Beats more than that one for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be awesome because she played a really good Domino. Yeah. Just saw her in Joker. Really good in Joker. Was she good in Joker? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think she could definitely handle a movie. Mm-hmm. I would say like a kind of similar to Zazie Beats and maybe a Zendaya, but at the same time, I think I would rather see Zazie Beats. I think she plays sure. a badass more. She could, yeah, shave her head, like yeah. just like come. No, like, no, no, you could do the, maybe the shaving the head is something that happens in it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, maybe because she I would rather, I would, I would, I would, grab her I, hair and do. Something. I love her domino hair. So yeah, she's got good domino <laughs> that, hair. That, that domino hair is amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, what else do you got for me? Uh, what do I got for you? Um. Let's see. Uh, Foo Fighters is starting to work on a new album. They had a, 
an EP that came out like a couple weeks ago or something. It was just like unreleased shit. Covers and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. They've been releasing those. Actually, if you look at like their releases, Mm. they've been secretly releasing like old live tapes of shit from Mm. like the last 10, 15 years. Just like one of the ones that was every once in a while, like here's four more songs. One of the ones that was on that EP was the the cover they did on the MTV Movie Awards for uh, uh, I can't think of the name of the song. I like that song. Yeah, uh, it's the one they did with Surge. What was it? I don't know. They did a song with Surge. Foo yeah. Fighters did. Yeah, really? on, on in MTV Movie Awards. I can't I think. Of. Don't Holiday in Cambodia. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, because they played the music and Surge sang the whole time. Okay. And it was like an honor to the Dead Kennedys. Did they release like the one that they released? Is that with Surge on it, or is this yes, a different it's version? The, it's it's from the. It's, it's that like one. straight up audio from that place. Cool. Like awesome. they recorded it while. So they it looks were like there. they're just kind of releasing like. Yeah. And they were probably sitting on piles and piles of decently recorded and high quality stuff that they're like, mm-hmm. we could just release this and people yeah. could listen to it. Well, it's cool that they're doing what they're doing, but at the same time, it would also like, it'd totally benefit them just to be like, hey, here's a Foo Fighters vault. Yeah, just to do something. That's like kind of that, what like it looks a giant like. Vault kind like of if you look at the the covers of all these, they're uh-huh. like little like boxes, like almost like a, like a little file boxes, like file card boxes with numbers, like serial numbers on them. That I don't know what they mean, um, but they that's kind of almost what they're doing. I wonder if they're just releasing them in in little thingies. Yeah, I'm excited for more of their music. I, more I, food. I've never heard. A lot of these covers and stuff that they've been doing and they've been putting out and stuff, and some of it's I know some unreleased material, yeah. but it's old shit, like you said. I, yeah. Well, I think the EP that I had heard that was on Spotify was only like five tracks. Two of yeah. them were. I've two of them were five. five I, think. I think two of them were from separate MTV Movie Awards. No, <laughs> wait, one was from a BBC something award show. Okay. In London, and then the other one was from that. I think it was like 2007 MTV Movie Awards when they did that. Okay. With the holiday in Cambodia thing. Nice. Nice. Um, nice. Let's have let's dip into some uh, some of our sweet personals. Let's do it. Uh, getting games? Uh, no games. I am not participating in a stance that I'm taking actually currently. But I say not participating. It's just kind of happening. Okay. Um, I think that I am slowly getting out of video games. Uh, yeah. Not intentionally. Not because not for any reason. Uh, specifically, um, I just am finding myself not as intrigued in them. I do want to make time for certain games that are coming up, but I'm not uh, actively seeking them. Right <laughs> Remembering. What is that? <laughs> Remind. Oh, Remind. Absolutely. I, I, I wasn't even thinking I about that. I said Memory, but I was just I was, uh, <laughs> I was thinking actually uh, Fallen Temple. Was, uh, Fallen, was oh, Jedi Fallen Order. Fallen Order, yeah. yeah. Fallen Order. The, the Temple part is in the comic book. Yeah. Uh, that was what I was specifically thinking of right now. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm just... I love video games so much still, and they make me excited, and I love to talk about them. Mm-hmm. But the time it's taking to get involved in them, yeah, um, is not my favorite thing right now. Um, yeah, so it, I still want to get involved into games as much as possible, but it is difficult to do it with the baby and all the other yeah. shit that we've got going on constantly. So, and I've got a I've got a theory to get around some of this that I'll talk about later. Oh, um, that will help me with this current. Stance. I'm getting the mic off the stand. I'll get the mic it. off the stand because I don't have to look at the screen anymore. Right do now. it. Do it. Watch me. I have to type up something to look will, at the screen uh, in a second. I will say that uh, just your hands on it. Okay. Don't move them around a lot. I won't. You might have a little bit of noise on there if you do that. Should I found I? that while I was testing things last night. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. I won't move them too much. I'll do one of these where I just. This is behind the scenes. This is where I cup it. There you go. It looks good. Dude, I played a game. 
Tell me about the game. Do you know what game I played? You played Destiny 2, the new Shadow Keep? You know I fucking did. Is that what did. it's called? Shadow Keep DLC is out now. Can I tell you about something first? Yep. Um, I did you not tell me that there was like a they were rebranding Destiny 2? They are. And it was going to be free? It is. It's not yet though, right? It is. What's it called? Shh, it's Destiny New Light. Is it on like PlayStation and shit? Yep. Every but, console, even PC. I look at it's it. It's all no Switch. Is Sorry. it is it is it rebranded as Destiny New Light? Uh, I think if you look it up on stores and stuff, it's Destiny New Light. Yeah. Okay. Because I can't find it. I was trying to like... When you start off the game, even if it's the New Light campaign, it still says Destiny 2 Shadowkeep, even whenever you open it up. Really? It doesn't say New Light on it So or I wonder if since they already owned, like Destiny 2 was still in my library, if it just didn't like... But I, when I even store search it, it, it comes up as Destiny. There's no Destiny New Light. It probably still says Destiny 2 right now. It does. Yeah, I think so. Well, that's what I was wondering when it actually switched over, but it looks like it still costs a dollar. It's, it's money. still switched over. It costs dollar monies. Still? Does not. I uh, just downloaded it on my PC for free, huh. just to have it on there so well, I could play some with uh, people that I play games on PC with. Gotcha. Okay. Um, how is it? How is Shadow? Keep? Well, we get I mean, Shadow Keep. I mean, the base game's awesome too. You're a base game, but Shadow Keep is. Uh, this is first impressions. I'm not finished with the actual story mm-hmm. um, of it yet because I haven't had too much time to dip into it. Probably about three to four hours, but I've been doing a lot of other side shit. Okay, um, it's really cool. I'll give you some impressions about like the, maybe the first mission or so. Mm-hmm. Um, they just went balls out and did a thing that I didn't think they were going to do right out the gate. Yeah, um, first mission was really awesome, just purely because it's something that's like it's more reminiscent of like Halo to me in a way than it was anything else that they've done previously. I see. So the mission starts off with uh, Commander Zavala saying, basically, like, we need all Guardians on the moon as soon as possible. Something is happening. We need to figure out what these uh, seismic disturbances are. The seismic disturbance is literally the shadow keep coming out of the ground onto the surface of the moon. Um, So you land on the moon. There's tons of hive and all these creatures around everywhere, and you're basically just kind of run and gunning. But it's also, like... When you spawn in, they make it like automatically open world. It's not just like a campaign mission. So you don't get to like explore around because it's still a campaign mission, but there are literally other guardians there that land with you like you would be in like an open world. Uh So there's like other like four or five other people that are just around you kind of shooting all of the hive that are like in these giant waves that are coming around everywhere. And they have, uh, which they don't haven't done it yet before, but they have like drop ships that come in that are like firing at enemies on the ground. Like you're in a full on war. Wow. And they've never done Holy that. Cow. Like the last time I've seen stuff like that was like Halo, like classic Halo back in the day. They'd have like the Pelicans come down, they would shoot at the people and drop more Marines down mm-hmm. for you to fight with. But this is like super remnant of that. But like there's other guardians around, like helping fight and stuff like that, these waves of enemies and stuff. And um once you actually get to the the shadow keep, um, if you will, like you actually get to like the gate of the keep, you go into the gate, uh, you go into the keep itself. You don't climb the spiring tower until later on, but um, there's this like chasm that you kind of go into, and it's this dark tunnel, um, and it leads up to you finding an old character from um, that you you see it in the trailers and stuff. You see an old character that you've not seen for a while since Destiny One. Um, Eris Morn, she's kind of the the hive, yeah, Lord, the, la- the lady yeah, yeah, with yeah. the three eyes. That she's, she's underneath the, the staircase. Ability. Yes, so she's back. She's been on the moon doing this reconnaissance for Ikora, who's the the warlock uh, vanguard lady. 
Um, so she sent her to the moon to kind of check out all these different disturbances, and she's found something on the moon. And that something is one of the pyramids that they were alluding to being the darkness oh. has been buried in the moon for like eons. Nice. And it's basically been watching Earth and watching the Traveler and stuff. And it's just fucking there. And when the closer you get to it, the more your um, your fucking ghost shell starts saying like it can feel its light fading. Because like the darkness in these what they call so night, nightmares is so strong that he can't do what he needs to do. Like, he can't revive you. He can't do anything kind of a thing. And you go into this area where all these things that look like red and black, like floating dead bodies are flying around you. And they're like, you start seeing like flashes of these like black people, like looks like people like crawling black on the wall, people? not black people, but like, <laughs> I guess shadows of people okay. are crawling all over the walls and stuff. And you get into this open area and there's this giant, like weird, almost looks like it's connected by like webbing of like the red and black goop stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, this giant, like pulsating thing. And he's like, this is where the source of the disturbance is coming from, and we can't get too close to it because I can feel my light fading. And um, so we get like a little bit closer to it, and then it kind of like opens up, and it's uh, it's a nightmare, quote-unquote, version. Well, they call them nightmares, the, the darkness remnants. A uh, nightmare version of Crota, who is like one of the big bosses from Destiny 1, gotcha. back to life as a nightmare, and you can't do shit for damage to him. <laughs> And the car, the guy's just like, the, your ghost is just like, we have to run. We can't do anything here. We can't, we can't stop this thing. And um, I think Eris basically saves you, like opens up a portal and pulls you out from where you're at, and okay. brings you back to the surface of the mm -hmm. moon. And you're you're back there with her, and she kind of uh, talks to you more in depth about it, and doesn't tell you. They don't flat out tell you that this is the darkness. They don't say that, but I mean that's kind of what the big speculation is. I see. They keep just calling it nightmares, um, but these nightmares are on the moon, being um, upheld by all of these hive um, somehow they have this like this not this ritual but this this what they call the cryptoglyph and it's a dark hive magic that's power enough to, powerful enough to not let them become or be controlled by the nightmares so they can kind of use the nightmare to help boost their powers in a way um, so like one of the first things you have to do is go steal the cryptoglyph so that way you can use it for your own means to try and figure out a way to get inside the temple the pyramid thing yeah. to try and figure out what's going on, to figure out how to stop the nightmare. And um, so I'm not into the actual pyramid yet, and I don't know how the campaign exactly ends, but I know that um, from what I've seen from other like promotional things, I've seen images of what looks like the inside of the Black Garden, which is on, I think, Venus in the world. And it's like this ancient... Uh, the Vex, the robot race that's on the game. Yeah. It's like their home, Venus is like their home world, and this is like where they're born from. They worship everything that's in the Black Garden. And it looks like when you're in this like Black Garden thing, there's not just like one pyramid, because this one pyramid looks like there's nothing you could, the entire race of man could do to stop this one pyramid. And there are literally like hundreds of pyramids in the sky. And I was just like, wow. this shit, like, unless something changes. <laughs> this is like a fucking end times kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like amount of uh, the amount of Star Destroyers you see in that trailer for, and you're just like, oh, this is scary. Yeah. There's only like one Rebel ship, and there's hundreds of yeah. these Star Destroyers. It's Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> yeah. 
It's 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 the it's this is like the dark times coming up right now. Yeah. This is why they call this the season is the season of the undying or whatever is what they call okay. this season that's actively going Which on. Which is right a year now. cycle usually a season. Um well the DLC usually lasts a year. They have annual passes now that they do, and you buy yeah. the annual pass to last you for a year and they'll have multiple seasons within the year. And every season as it changes, which is roughly like three months. Okay. Um so in the next three months they'll have another season that'll start and it'll tell more story content. That's how Bungie said they're gonna tell their story now is they're going to have the big DLC that adds in a bunch of content, and as the seasons change and stuff, they're going to tell more story that goes on. Okay. Now, it might not be more of the story that leads down this rabbit hole of darkness, because they've also left behind, like, at the end of the Forsaken campaign, um, well, beginning of the Forsaken campaign, Cade's dead. Um, at Spoilers! The end, <laughs> if you don't know that by <laughs> now already. If you don't. Yeah. Um, so, at the end of the campaign, you essentially kill the guy that killed Cade. His name's Aldrin Solve. And something that happens in one of these other seasons that's happened after Forsaken that we've got from this last year's worth of content, you see Aldrin Solve waking up, and he's basically doesn't remember anything that's going on, and it's the rebirth of how a guardian's born. Whenever you're a guardian and you've died, and they bring a ghost brings you back to life to become a guardian... You have no memory of your past life. You know nothing or whatever. You're just a fighter for the light. That's all you live for. That's kind of thing as a guard, guardian. Yeah. And everything from that point on is your new life. And they did the same thing with Aldrin. This guy that killed Kate has now been reborn as a guardian, basically. And they've not talked about that at all. He's not come to the oh. tower. He's not any. So they've they've dropped it all completely to now tell this story. They're like, look at this shiny object over yeah. here for a little so bit. So that's when they're like, now they've like. It's like we'll we'll loosen this story with Cade, right? And we'll open up a new thing, but we're not going to tell you about this. We're going to tell you about the pyramid that you've been speculating on. Yeah. But we're still probably not going to end on that. We're not going to give you a definitive ending because why would you? Because that's like your big bad for the entire franchise now. Yeah. So they're probably going to book in that and be like, but here's what happened to Aldrin. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're cool. going to bounce back and forth between shit, and that makes me excited yeah. to see like little bits of story gonna, here and there. As they say, pull the taffy a bit. Hmm. I wish you'd pull my tap. That's not sexual at all. I'm sorry. What about <laughs> uh, some movies? TVs? You, do you want to talk about Joker? What's you watched Joker? I watched Joker. Mm. Walking Phoenix. Joker. Mm-hmm. Running Phoenix. Running Phoenix. Uh, yeah, yeah. I watched it. Uh, it was good. I like um, the. There's a lot of choices made, and I think that they're all really good. So. Uh, I don't want to give away too much of the movie because it's still pretty fresh. Uh, sure. You don't want to give a, a complete spoiler or anything. Um, I, For one, I want to say that I'm not big on like, that's not my Joker or this is the definitive Joker right. or anything on any of it. I think after, but, this, after this movie came out, it spurred so much different speculation that I think yeah. I saw a list that I went over with Mandy earlier. It was like from the New York Times. They named the top seven Jokers. Okay. And um, I was surprised Cameron McGonaghan made number three. Really? Like, he got higher. He was above Jack Nicholson's. That's wild. I think it was the top three Where was... Where was Jared Leto? Uh, number seven. He was the last <laughs> one. Um, I think the top three was Cameron McGonaghan. Um, Mark Hamill was number two for his voice okay. work. That's and fair. then That's Heath good. Ledger was number one. Okay. I think Joaquin Phoenix was below wow. him. No, it was... He was below... Jack Nicholson's like Jack Nicholson was number four I and then number Cameron five was McConaughey one. is and or McConaughey is that what I'm saying? Yeah, McConaughey. Okay, I McConaughey. think it's McConaughey. Okay, yeah. yeah. I was like, not the same as uh, not Matthew. Matthew. <laughs> no, not related. Um, not no relation. <laughs> uh, but uh, 
I'm of the mindset, especially after seeing this movie, they make a choice to every time they do the Joker, for the most part, I would say. There's probably a little bit. Cameron McConaughey is probably one of the exceptions to this in that I feel like he's playing maybe a, a version of... I don't know. He's still different. He's still unique. They, But what I'm going for is and every Joker they do so unique and so different, they right. create a different version of Joker that you can't do with a lot of characters. You can't do that with Batman. Yeah. Like Batman, you just have good Batmans and bad Batmans. Like some of them suck. Batmans. Some of them, some of some of them are George Clooney. Like that's just what's going to happen. And uh, he was great. He had that um, bit that was in there about American Express. <laughs> he never leaves home without his black card. But he was in Batman suit when he did. Yes, it. Remember? I do remember this. His diamond card. Um, so you know, some of them are some of them are good with that. But when it comes to a Joker. They're not trying to recreate the same character. Every time they go up to bat, it's like, here's this version of it. And I appreciate that so much because yeah. in, in my mind, when somebody goes, who's your favorite Joker? It's like, well, it's like asking who your favorite Backstreet Boy is. They're, they're all different. They all have their own the role to play. about Cameron McGonaghan um, that we talked about earlier whenever we were looking at that list was, and, and some of there was a picture that was on there too. Um, he grew up being able to see all of these iterations yeah. of, apart from walking Phoenixes until Fair, because absolutely. it was after, but every iteration of Joker, he grew up and got to see prior to him actually like really being Joker. Yeah. So he got to see all those different things. There was something that somebody had made in a picture where it was like, he has the smile and smirk of Jack Nicholson's absolutely. Joker. Yep. Um, he's got the laugh of Hamill's Joker. Yeah. And then he's got the insanity and the mindset yeah. of Heath Ledger. Ledger's Joker. Yep. So he was like the perfect hybrid of these three people, and that's why he ranked up so high, I yeah, guess, that makes what sense. people were saying. That makes sense. A um, couple of the choices they make with this. Uh, they make some choices to blur the lines of reality of what he sees, what Arthur Fleck sees as reality versus what is real up until close to the end where you are kind of going on journeys that may, they seem kind of real or, Ooh, I think he made that one up, but Oh, this happened. And then, so there's like all of these plays of like, it doesn't show like a, it's not like Wayne's world. Like, and then it shows what's going on in his mind. Like they just take roads and you don't know whether that road is real or if that road is like, as you're watching the movie and it unfolds, you're not sure if something's happening really or not. Yeah. And some of it, you don't even know by the end of it. Like, this movie got immediate mixed reviews after it came out. I, I don't know if it was that. just because like such hype was centered around it that there were people that were out there that were just wanting to shit on it like Could big be, time. Absolutely, yeah. Or I th- there might be people that are out like I seen Quinn after he went and watched it. I saw okay. his like review on Twitter yeah. and he said, um, I wouldn't clamor to go back out to the theaters to watch this again. It was an okay movie. He it's said a, it is yeah. like it wasn't like his favorite movie yeah. like joker movies ever or, you know joker centric yeah. thing he's ever seen but he said mm-hmm. it was an okay movie it's not a blockbuster i mean yeah. I, I think they play it's an art film it really seems like they're going for how can we there was making, a period of time where they weren't even sure if this was going to be a big like box office production yeah, absolutely even yeah it's it's very very artsy um the one thing that i wasn't as crazy about my my one kind of critique would be more along the lines of um, they had a lot more of, and this might be a little bit of spoilers, a lot more of the Wayne family involved in it than I thought they would. Really? Um, and that's not to say that there's a lot. There's just a lot more than I thought there would is be. There, there is an Alfred, right? There, is it somebody we know? 
they don't say the word Alfred, uh, but there is a guy who I would presume is Alfred. I think it says it in the IMDb. We it read it be. aloud, but I can't remember who it was. I felt like it's somebody. They, they, nobody. I don't think anybody calls him Alfred by name, but okay. he doesn't look like anybody I know. He's kind of pudgy guy. Like he's not, he's not the Alfred we typically see um, in things. But um, there's a Thomas Wayne plays a major part in the movie. Uh, Bruce is in there a little bit. Um, but the, one of my favorite parts that I thought was a little weird at first was that there's a lot of Joaquin Phoenix's Joker dancing. Yeah, um, I know. And that was like, but he big, there was like, there's like a 30 second spot of him just dancing on those stairs. Yeah. Arthur Fleck loves to dance. He's horrible at it, but he loves it. Why? And, Why is uh, that a choice that they took? I don't know, but I like it. It, it really plays out for, uh, the little bit of insane element to it. That's probably that's it's good that it plays out because in Spider Man three it didn't. <laughs> um, he makes some choices with his body movement that's a little weird. Um, that originally is a little off putting to just Douglas say, Hodge. This is the guy that's supposed to be plays Alfred. It says Alfred. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like I remember him from something. But he is uh, he's really skinny. We know that that Joaquin Phoenix has lost a lot of weight for this movie, and uh, I feel like there's a couple of choices they make with him having a shirt off and things like that, that look like mm-hmm. they're just sh- saying, look how much weight he's lost. He's so skinny now. Look how <laughs> fucked up his shoulder is. But like once you, I find a lot of the things that become off putting in minute 20 of this movie by an hour and a half into it, you're like, Oh, this makes this guy messed up. Like there, there seem like weird choices at the beginning, but really start to just, you get used to the fact that, you're uncomfortable about these choices because you're supposed to be uncomfortable about these choices because you're not supposed to like this guy. He's an insane criminal by the time he's done. Mm, the same kind of, you're not supposed to like uh, Christian Bale and all Amer- and American Psycho, yeah. but he's like, you can't help but fucking fall in love with who this man is. Absolutely. <laughs> he's charming yeah. in that sense. And then every, uh, every, every whack of the way, whenever he's killing Jared Leto, is like amusing and yes. amazing. Absolutely. Whenever he gets so lucky to throw in the chainsaw down the yeah. stairs and he gets, cuts that chick's leg off or whatever, Absolutely. you're just like, oh my God, he got it. He got it. <laughs> that was a three-pointer if I've ever seen one, but he totally fucking sunk it. But, but in this sense... You, you start to feel bad for him. You, you empathize for him more because of his mental disability and, and things like that. Um, but I really like the choices they made. I think it's a really cool movie. I hope they don't sequelize it. Um, I don't think they will. And there's a lot of people that are in open speculation still to this point that think that there might be a means, because this is supposed to take place in the 80s, mm-hmm. that he might be the Joker to Robert Pattinson's Batman eventually, and that might be a tie that they do. And I don't think they'll ever do that. I think this is just a standalone, one-off thing they're going to do. Um, I, don't, I don't know that Walking Phoenix would be... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how he do feels that. about things like that. Yeah. I don't know his. I mean, like you got some actors who are very opposed to sequelizing things. Yeah, um, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, who one has that... ran multiple sequels. Yeah, uh, <laughs> got got to pay the bills. Got to pay them. Uh, but yeah, I, I uh, my my score is definitely. Um, we're gonna we're gonna you're meeting it, aren't you? We're gonna meet this. Uh, Damn, medium well or no no no, it's well just well done, well Ooh. done flick. Uh, uh, my movies and TVs really boring. Okay. Um, we don't have to talk about it. Do you I'll, talk I'll about? save it for the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'll 
I'll bundle it together it's for you. It's not good enough for this episode, but no. next week, don't worry about it. I don't want to sully the name of all the shit that you just spoke about, uh, Joker, about <laughs> talking about Food Network specials. <laughs> next episode, That's Food fine. Network specials. That's fine. What you about some, uh, some music? Um, music I haven't really listened to anything brand new. Okay. Um, my music that I have brought to you will be podcasts, and my podcast cool. is a recommendation. I like it. Um, I've started listening to Crystalia's podcast. Um, he's a, he's a comedian. He's got you know he's name? on a bunch of different shows like Whitney. Um, he does stand up comedy on Netflix Houston? and stuff too. There, no Whitney. Um, what's her last name? Hodek. No, she's a comedian too. Anyway, he's been on tons and tons of different shows like TV Cummings. show comedy shows. Yeah, Whitney Cummings. Is that yeah? Um, on her show that was on like I think NBC or whatever. Okay. He was on the both seasons of it. He's got, he's got his own show that was on NBC for too. Like all his. He has a shick on his stand-up at one. Like all as all of his shows don't last past two seasons. Oh, that's funny. Um, What's the name of the show? Congratulations. Congratulations. But it's really to me ambitious because he's a stand-up comedian. Anyways, he does this once a week. Every episode comes out once a week, and it's just him. No guests. No nothing like that. Nice. Um, does it? He has people behind the camera. Um, he'll talk to them occasionally, but they never talk back. You uh-huh. don't hear them. Um, he's just kind of talking to them, but it's all has like every episode has kind of its own little shtick. Um, it's all talking about current events and stuff like that too. But, um, literally every episode to me is like listening to a new hour of stand up from him that you get every once a week. Cool. Cause it's like never, it's, it's all like personal life events. It's all, all this shit. And it's nothing that he ever uses in any of his stand up specials either too. It's all just unique shit and stuff that he's just kind of randomly thinking about. But it plays off so well, and it's so funny that I found myself like listening to it work, like just literally laughing out loud. And it's like literally like listening to a good quality stand-up because they're hour-long episodes, like one hour or less. They're specials, yeah. And it's literally like an hour-long special that you get every week. That's always new. That's cool. And there's some shit that he does that's like little bits that he'll like harken back from like the past week or two or something that he's just still on that shtick. Mm-hmm. But um. He plays like a lot of audio clips from random shit. They're like, I saw this video the other day. Uh, cue it up. Cue it up one fire. They're like they're his friend that does his shit, he calls him one fire. Um, um, and then they'll play the videos on like the laptop. Because it's live too. They have, uh, he has a YouTube channel. Um, oh, so he does, that, video, he does video of it. So you can watch the video episodes. Uh, he's got an app for uh, the, the Crystalia app. You can search for it in any of the app stores. And you can actually watch them live before they ever get put up on um, like on Spotify or any podcast app or or on YouTube, so you get to see it and you can participate with them too because it has like a chat on there. Oh, okay. Um, so you can actually talk in there too and and comment and things. Um, but it it's awesome. Like the banter that he has with himself <laughs> is fucking amusing and amazing, and I love it. And I can't recommend it enough. Um, it's Chris Delia. It's just type in congratulations podcast, and yeah. you'll be able to find it in any of the podcast episodes you got. But that's that's really I've been that's my recommendation, I guess I should say for this week. Nice. I'll check it out. Um, the Avit Brothers came out with a new album called Closer Than Together. Is it Avit? Avit. I always I think I've always said a vet. Avit. I, I've for a Abbott long time Brothers. said Abbott, Abbott Brothers, uh, which I like Abbott better, but Abbott, I've heard Abbott and Costello. I, yes, but I've heard Avit from other people, so I've just kind of uh, never gone listened that to them too much. They're the really? ones that sing the I and love. Yes, and that one. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, one of my uh, probably lesser favorite albums is I and Loving You, uh, but uh, there's they got some good stuff. Yeah, uh, they're you know of that that kind of country folk kind mm-hmm. of new folk kind of stuff. Um, and I uh, really enjoy uh, this album so far. I've good deal. 
listened to it probably two or three times and immediately like there's some catchy songs on there that like by you know listen to um I'm singing the song along with it mm-hmm. um but yeah so if you like that that genre the kind of like lumineers and the hey. yeah well hey uh, I don't know if there's a lot of hey huh. um, in, I feel like every lumineers song is the same do you yep I feel like to me lumineers are pretty overrated yeah. I like um, there's a lot. They're they're good. Yeah. I mean, the genre is good, but every song that I've heard that's a single sounds almost exactly the same. I if I mean I can pick them apart out yeah. of a lineup, I could tell they're different. <laughs> but hey ho, or is that what the song's called? Yeah, I think it's hey ho, yeah. So hey ho sounds just like Gloria. Like beat wise, everything uh, going on. Gloria. That one, the yeah. new single yeah. or whatever. Absolutely. It sounds a lot similar tonally the same i got you and not I, a lot of growth in between is what you're thinking. no and that's it's it's good to a certain extent yeah. that a band sounds the same you mm-hmm. know i felt that way for years with foo fighters like there's still a lot of songs i feel like now like the foo fighters have grown into becoming like they're the eagles of our generation they are very and, like um, different yeah then there yeah. was a, there's like two different versions of foo yeah. fighters but now where they're at is just as good to me as they were before Absolutely. whenever it was like grungy growing mm-hmm. kind of a thing but now it's just straight up alt rock hard rock mm-hmm. if you will and it's great yeah. but i mean that's 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 the most growth they've ever had same thing i feel like pearl jams never changed they've always been consistently mm-hmm. pretty much the same that's too true. yeah i think their music has changed but yeah. eddie's never changed ever never um, never even changed his underwear no no, no. why would you no. you've that successful he's got that you kidding that nice they're gold plated yes he doesn't have to he just cleans no. them every now and Absolutely. then a little wax spray them off bomb yeah uh we got off on tangent what else do you listen <laughs> to <laughs> uh that's about it that's about all i got for you cool on that side of things any comics i don't have any books um so here's my here's my theory and i'll try to make this quick um, I started reading. I uh, actually I finished reading Legend of Zelda: The Ocarina of Seasons. Ocarina right? of Seasons. No, what's it called? What's Ocarina the of Time. No, what's the seasons thing? Oracle. Oracle of Seasons. Sorry. Oracle of Seasons. Wrong. Oracle of time. Ages. Ages. Yeah. yeah. Um, Oracle of Seasons. Uh, the manga. The manga is it, so it directly correlates with that. Direct. I don't I know. Had, I've never played Oracle of day, Seasons when me and him played Game Boy quite a bit. Um, you me and, and Zelda, me and Brandon Lowe. Oh, um, we, you and bought, Link? we bought. We bought because he was he lived like half a block away from me. Like yeah. one of my best friends growing up. He had a. For the listeners, you knew that. I think that uh, <laughs> I think he's got like a guitar lesson that he's putting on Facebook these yeah, days. Yeah, he keeps typing up different uh, guitar lessons, if yeah. you will, for uh, music theory. I yeah. think. Yes, music theory. That's what um, it is. Yes. But we always on purpose bought the opposite versions of yeah, things. Like red and blue. So like I bought red version. He bought blue version on purpose. That way, whenever we had the link cable, we could trade. Because I think I think blue version has Sand Shrew, and like the red version has like or no the better better one. I know red version has Oddish. Blue version had Bell Sprout. Yeah, and we could trade those kind yeah. of a thing. Which is what they did with the Let's Goes. Yeah, the EV same and thing. Same thing for the uh, evolution stuff too. Like mm-hmm. you can't get a Gengar unless you trade it to a person. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so whenever it's a Haunter, you have to trade your Haunter to a person as soon as they open it up and says, "You've got Haunter." Oh, Haunter's evolving. It uh, evolves immediately, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing with uh, 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 Kadabra to Alakazam. I wonder if they'll start pulling that kind of those kinds of shenanigans on Pokemon Go. Uh, That'd be on cool. Go, yeah, on Go. That would be smart for Go. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say Sword and Shield for a second. I was like, I would almost guarantee they do shit like that for Sword and Shield. Yeah. Plus, it's so easy because you can do trades via the internet. Yeah. You don't you even have to be close together. Be like, I you can be do it close together or on the internet. Friend. Um, 
Where was it going with this? Um, we were talking about oh, uh, the Velo. two separate versions. Oh. I had seasons. He had ages. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I read uh, the. I had like the collection. I got it from the local library. Cool. Uh, shout out to libraries. Um, and uh, so I, I picked up the and I read. It's it's all in two parts. So Oracle of Seasons. Oracle of Seasons and uh, Oracle of Ages. ages. Yeah. Uh, they're they're all in one book. I read the first mm-hmm. half of the book. The, the, the way that game worked was. Um, you were encouraged to play both because if you had a save file that was on seasons, you beat the game, it would give you a password at the end of it. And then whenever you play through ages, it gives you a password at the end of it. And okay. you type in the, or uh, I don't think that it doesn't matter if you had a password. If you beat the game, it will ask you if you have a password. It will give you a password and it will ask you if you have a password from another game. You type in the password and it directly corresponds with your other save file that you had that was stored on the mm-hmm. Game Boy. And it will allow you to go to the final temple to fight Ganon. Oh, nice. Because you couldn't fight Ganon. Each game had its own unique final boss. Okay. Because there was like yeah. a chick boss, I think, at the end of seasons. And then Ages had this like. I think Gollum type thing, like a big rock stone looking guy. Okay. Um, knight type thing or whatever. He's just huge looking. Yeah. Um, and then you go to the final like giant big dungeon at and the end Ganon. of it, and that was Ganon. Nice. But you couldn't do it unless you beat both games. Both games. That's cool. I uh, that makes sense because after I finished up seasons, uh, I start. I read like the first chapter of Ages, and it picks up right as soon as seasons is over. So like it seems like it's a continuous yeah. story between the two, um, but my theory is we we're talking about video games. And I was like, hey, you know, video games. I'm just not finding time for it. I'm. I think I can live vicariously through some video games by reading their their graphic novel or novel adaptations to it and getting yeah. the story that I want out of the rich story that's mm-hmm. really built into it and really cool. Without going towards if the video game, if you want to borrow it, I have the the whole story manga thing for uh, Link to the Past. Okay. Well, it, it was a man, manga, but they it was so popular in America, and I think it pissed people off that they made it into like a trade. Oh, really? And you read it normally. Like, I like read a right to left. Yeah. I ain't doing that bullshit. I don't. I don't know why, but it, it reads like a normal like trade. But you. it was from the manga, and okay. I have the I have the ones for uh, for Ocarina of Time too. They're nice. manga though. So if you I borrow those, you can. I'm enjoying it, and it's like, well, you know, I've I've been wanting to finish up uh, Star Wars Force Unleashed, and it's like, well, there's graphic novels for those. I could just read those and get the story out of it. Um, and enjoy that. And uh, uh, Destiny released a comic collection. I know. Uh, I just saw that. That was like a month or two ago. Yeah, it was like maybe? a month or two ago. I want to get that. So they don't bad. have a digital at all whatsoever. You have to get physical copy, mm-hmm. as far as yep. I've seen. Uh, and it wasn't on. Uh, the only place I could see was I think Barnes and Noble sells it now. Okay. And I wasn't seeing it at any small shops. Yeah. Um, I, I and it's I, not it, in the direct market for comics. and uh, Amazon. You can get yeah. it on Amazon for sure. Yeah, but I was like, I want to get a hold of that, yeah. and maybe I need to that'll get fill my the second the anthology. Second Grimoire. Yeah, yeah, Grimoire. Yeah, but I. So I'm that. thinking that that's a way that I can live vicariously through some of these video games that I'm wanting to play, and I'm just not finding the time for it. Especially for bigger franchises too, because books. there's there are so many like Halo comics now too, yeah. and they're I have all some actually. they're quality, they're good stuff, and yeah. the Gears comics are too. That I was gonna say, I, I saw it, and um, maybe that might be my palm because I never read all of it. Um, they added the first omnibus to Gears of War, um, like on the, it's like on, on Comicsology. Nice. So it's now on the Unlimited. So I was thinking about picking that up to read. Cool. Because I think I only read like I actually got the the issues when they were coming mm-hmm. out. Um, I think that was like two thousand eight or nine when it first launched, mm-hmm. and um, I think it's. Uh, I think it got like the first five. And it's an omnibus, so it'd be like the first, I think, 12 or something, right? I see. I, yeah, I don't remember the rules on I don't omnibus. I remember how, how, they how work. many it can be. 
but but, but yeah, so that's kind of the way I'm I'm I wanna I wanna keep my interest in video games and the storylines. It's like, well, if I'm not finding time for the game itself, maybe I can at least kind of keep up with some of these storylines. Yeah. Um so and I and I enjoyed reading uh, Oracle of Seasons. So we'll keep we'll keep going with that. But that's my that's my raid. Damn. You know what? Tell me. It makes me uh it makes me feel New Zealand. Damn. Justin. Yeah. I forgot to tell you something. What? I forgot to tell everybody something. What? The Can't Get Rights. What about They're them? making their debut at Vanyaka Brewery. Where's that at? That is in Alto Pass. And we're going to be playing there on October 19th. We're going to be playing there from 6.30. No, scratch that. 3.30 to 6.30. And uh, we're going to be there. We're just going to be having a great show. Um, and uh, I hope everybody can come out and they can just uh, hang out with us. It's going to be great fall weather. Um, I don't know if we're going to be playing outside or inside. If it's if it's great weather, we're going to be playing outside. If it's shitty weather, we're going to be playing inside. You know how that goes. But we're all going to be having a great time. And that's what really matters. That's all that matters. That's right. Um, it's almost midnight and you're still at my house. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
This has been a Mind of Kinsey production.